Oh, yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Is the camera right there for us? Is it right where? That yeah. one? Yeah. Why does it look like it's facing that way? I don't know. Listen, whatever. man, these cameras are not very good. They're very old, and they do not collaborate well with what I have right here. So we're getting... They are getting an upgrade, goddammit. That's one of the first things on my list to start the new year. Uh, but before we get to all that, before we do all that, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Row one, seat one. I am your host, Joey Fats. Shoda. With, <laughs> with me, as always, Mr. Sean Betancourt and Plizzy. Inside, inside joke. Full house, first time in a couple of months. It yeah, feels good. Shit. It could not have come at a better time. Holy fucking shit. Did we have a weekend of football for the ages? Four games, four walk-offs. I, I, I still have Chubb. I still have Chubb. Yeah, they were a lot better than the previous week. Yeah, they were. <laughs> That's they certainly cool. were. Uh, didn't the previous week have, like, one exciting game? The rest of them one. was, like, meh. Yeah, one. Yeah, the yeah, Bengals Raiders. The Bengals Raiders game. Oh, that, 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 that was the one. You're right. Yeah, we talked every, about it last week. You're right. Every 100%. other one was just a fucking blowout. Yeah. It was, it was trash. Um, unbelievable trash. So uh, we are here where uh, we've got an absolute, I mean, this is about as loaded of a loaded show as it gets. Dude, news just kept popping all day today. It's, dude, this has been out of hand. Like, this has been tough to even keep up with. Uh, AB Lion. I you got me falling for Antonio it. Brown's lying straight up. We got a we got an interview with Antonio Brown about his exit uh, from Tampa Bay with Brian Gumble that you don't are not Brian Gumble uh, the other Gumble. Isn't that Brian Gumble? No, I thought Brian um, Gumble was. He's got a Brian brother. Gumbel. Which Gumble is it? I don't know. It's Gumble to Gumble. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one of the Gumbles. So we got that. We've got uh, we've got tons of videos from the week that was. Uh, we've got David Ortiz. Going to the Hall of Fame. Yes. Only the fourth Dominican player to ever be inducted into the Hall of Fame. The first true designated hitter to get in. We got video of that, too. That's we got video cool. of that. Uh, we've got tons of stuff, so stick with us. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Just oh shockingly my God. being like, I'm out. The a- the oh, NFC. No. We, we, we're, listen, we're going to get into A-Rod's future, Brady's future. Uh, you know, j- j- uh, My God. Russ Wilson's future. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, there was there was a lot. There were some things I had going in here. I, I'm telling you, I got notes on notes on notes on notes uh, for this entire thing. We're going to make you love or hate the uh, Mahomes family clan, either more or less than you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got video of that. So Probably stick more. around. Uh, if you want to listen to the audio-only stream of the show, you don't want to tie up Facebook, and you just want to go and uh, cash it in and listen, you can go over to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com, backslash Joey-Fats, uh, and you can listen live right there without tying up your device. You can just sit there and boop, there it is. Audio only of the live stream. Show will be up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts uh, within about an hour after the show is done. Uh, so you got that. 774-992-8702. That is the phone number if you want to call in and give us your thoughts on whatever it is that you thought or didn't think or felt, feeling, about the weekend that was in the NFL, what an absolute just barn burner of a weekend. Every game. I mean, listen, this weekend was so great. I cut my vacation in Florida short by a full 36 hours so that I could be home to do the show to talk about it. Yeah. I did not want to miss this show. I came home. I was supposed to be, I wasn't supposed to be home from Florida for another, I don't know, four or five hours. And I changed my flights and made sure that we got home last night so that I could be here ready, locked and loaded, ready to go for this show because this was the most Action-packed. magnificent weekend. Mm. You know, love it or hate it, I'm not 
thrilled with all the results. You know, two out of the two out of the four games, I'm not really thrilled with the winner. I'm fine with all four. I'm not. I'm not. I really wanted A Rod to win and Mahomes to lose. Yeah, but you I know, didn't want the Chiefs or the Niners, but I wanted. The but here we are. Here we are. So I'm a biased piece of shit. I don't care because I want the Bengals or the Rams. So they're both still in it. So that's okay for me. So I just didn't want the Chiefs. If it ends up, no, you know who I want? I want Bengals 49ers. The rematch. The John Candy rematch. 88? 88, 89. Damn. Yeah, you want the Niners to go back again? That was uh, Chris Collinsworth (laughs) and Boomer, man. Dude, fucking, they're getting rid of Jimmy. He knows it. Everyone knows it. And he's just sitting there like as a, like a dead ass quarterback, being like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> he's just at the end of the game, smirking like no no fucks given. At the yeah. end of the game, he like daps up the kick. He's like, "Fuck the Packers!" I know, I know, I heard that. <laughs> I, was, I, was I was like, like "Wow!" I, right on the field, Dude, I'm the like, Packers are zero. A Rod's zero four against oh, the Niners in his career in the playoffs against them. It's crazy. Oh, you mean the team that he wanted to be drafted to? Yeah, the yeah. team that he really wanted to be drafted. And they took Alex Smith. And since they didn't draft him, now they'll have they've gone to the NFC Championship what four times? More times than him. More, yeah. more than he has for sure. They haven't won. Uh, so let's uh, let's give let's before we get into all the football and before we dive into all the fun stuff because there is a lot and I mean a lot to talk about. Mm, mm, uh, let's mm. give a quick nod to David Ortiz uh, getting inducted into Cooperstown, uh, the Hall of Fame. It is well deserved. It is absolutely positively the right move to put him in my only problem with it is why isn't roger clemens alex rodriguez manny ramirez barry bonds kurt schilling andy pettit mark mcguire sammy sosa rafael palmero etc 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 in the hall of fame because they're not liked by the media exactly that's it that's all it comes down to. Today and Today confirms that. Yeah. I mean, it pretty much, that pretty much sums it up. It yes. basically says that the sports writers of America, the Hall of Fame voters, how old was it, 300 of them or something like that? Pathetic. They, uh, they David Ortiz was enough of, of a media darling mm-hmm. to gain the, apolo- the, he was able to apologize and have it be accepted. He was able to grovel at the feet of these pompous, idiotic dickheaded sports writers who think they're just better than everybody for sure absolutely and they like hold that little that vote over everybody like oh you better not be mean to me you know it's like when you it's like it's like having a like 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 at our work paul it's like somebody who's like like at our level be like (laughs) Better be nice to me, otherwise, when I'm captain someday, I'm gonna screw you. It's like oh, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and then they go on to become captain. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like, Show it off. Transfer and buy. Yeah. So, so you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where I, I'm 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 happy that David Ortiz is in. Good for him. I'm yeah, happy that pump. David Ortiz got in because he deserved to be in. The man is the most clutch player, arguably in sports. Forget baseball for a second. Let's talk about sports in general. Yeah, for sure. David Ortiz did something clutch in basically every postseason run he was ever involved in. He's the reason why the Red Sox won the World Series that they won. Multiple times. A couple, yep. Like, I mean, he batted, what, 750 against, you know, in a, in a, in a like, World like, Series what, in 20, 2013? 2013. He batted like 700, and he was like unstoppable. And everyone was like, oh, he's on the juice. I'm like, good. I hope he starts slapping balls out with his hand. I don't give a shit. Exactly. Yeah. 
And I didn't mind. I don't mind the fact that he was that he was on the, that he was on that list. You know where guys supposedly tested positive because he was there with A Rod. He was there with Clemens Manny Ramirez, and Manny. Everybody and but, a couple, but a bunch of other people. There was a hundred people that got popped. That was the 2003 random test. Mm-hmm. Random. Random. And apparently, apparently, the guy who took the samples wasn't the most cleanly person, so the stamp- samples were tampered with somewhat, but they don't mm-hmm. want to go into too much detail. So the guy could have been like. <laughs> we have no idea. We but, really don't. You know. Broke the seals on it or whatever. But they, matter. but they said like, yeah. yeah, like we found massive evidence. Like there were a lot of players like that had like substance abuse issues, but it wasn't supposed to be leaked out. That was leaked out. Yeah, you know, informally. Right. They just would have let it go under the river and fuck these guys if this if that never came up. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing, and. You know, a lot of heat was brought on Dan Shaughnessy last week, and, you know, Red Sox Nation had a goddamn meltdown because Shaughnessy said he was not voting for David Ortiz to be in the Hall of Fame. Now, everybody's like, how are you not going to vote David Ortiz in the Hall of Fame? Blah, 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 blah. It's because of Shaughnessy. It's not because of Shaughnessy, because Shaughnessy has remained consistent his entire life. He's never voted for A-Rod. He's never voted for Manny. He's never voted for Bonds, for Clemens, for Pettit. He's never voted for any of those guys that were on that list. Dude, he voted for Jeff Kent. Yeah. Jeff Kent was on the list. No, he wasn't. He got popped in that 0-3 list. He was no, one of the I don't guys. believe he was. Mm. Uh, not according to Shaughnessy, he wasn't. Oh, because Shaughnessy's gospel. Well, <laughs> I mean, he said he's never voted for anybody that was in that that was named in that list. So, it, it, it just, he's remained consistent in regards where he will not vote for anybody that's been linked to steroid abuse or using steroids or performance-enhancing drugs, he will not vote for them to be in the Hall of Fame. He won't do it. It's just not his thing. And he's he's put it out there a few times. He even said so in an interview that he said that, you know, I've put it out to my, my, my viewers, my readers, my listeners, whatever, and said, you know, should I get off this steroid horse and should I vote for these guys? And let them kind of, you know, bring it to the table and say, yes, you should, no, you shouldn't. And he's kind of, it's always been a no, you shouldn't. But he said if he does come down off of that pedestal someday and he does decide to vote for guys that have used PEDs, all of them are getting his vote. Not just Ortiz, not just A-Rod, not just Manny, not just the Boston guys. No, all of them are getting his vote. So he's remained consistent. Too late now. So when I see the, well, it doesn't matter. He stayed true to himself. That's the only thing that he's in. But when I see these Red Sox fans up in arms, Having an aneurysm over Shaughnessy not voting for Ortiz, it just shows me again. It's just it's again that Boston fans don't pay attention. Mm. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they only they all they see is all they remember is 2004 and 2013, back. and they're like, "That's ridiculous. You should let him have it. He should be in the Hall of Fame." I have said my piece. First of all, that's my voice. Don't steal that. Trademarked. Um, <laughs> My piece, it's just it's, my be- ass. it's because it's Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy is just a, a, a tool bag, a top of tool bag. He he does it to purposely get at Red Sox fans too. So when he just had to come out and say ahead of time, just to let everybody know, I'm not voting for Ortiz. It's like he just wanted the uproar. That's all it is. It's all uh, Sean. We understand who he is. We understand he's the curly headed boyfriend. We get all that shit. That's that's been his nickname forever. Um, did you see? Speaking of Mister Inconsistency, Rob Parker, cornball, a cornball brother, cornball brother. He has a baseball vote, and the only person he didn't vote for was David Ortiz. Wow. Because of steroid use. But he voted Bonds, <laughs> Clemens, Kurt Schilling, everybody okay, else. Okay, so, this, so this brings me to my final point on this, and this is what, I wanted, what, I, what I wanted to touch on. Well, 
I can't say the Can we just blow this whole system up? Yes. Can we just get rid of everybody who has everybody who has a vote right now should lose their vote. Like after this year, like you should have to go through like a formal interview process, and they should have like people like us interviewing them. Like you know, you should have like you know, like okay, so you get like hardcore old school baseball royalty guys. Like I don't know, some guy who has been involved with like the Cardinals since you know he was twelve years old or something like that. Totally. Get me the get me the groundskeeper from Fenway, and then. You know, like one fan from every major city, and then we got to sit there and interview people who are applying to have the right to vote for the Hall of Fame. I don't know about voting fans. I don't like. That no, no, idea. no, no, no. I'm not saying fans. I'm <laughs> okay. saying just not not fans. I'm saying like like people like you and me who are smart. We're not just fans. Some we're, kind of local, but we're sport. We're sports people. Okay, I agree with that to a degree. Now I shouldn't let. Let's not let all the prisoners out of the jail cell and let let them just run the asylum at this point. But I wholeheartedly agree. You had the system in place because there wasn't social media. There wasn't this ability to have pull the whole audience type of thing for 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, actually 100 years of baseball that didn't exist. So you had to have these baseball writers of America vote for these players because that's the only consensus that made sense. Everyone gets a ballot. You send your shit in, and that's what we, we elect. Done. We are in an age where I can ask a person from Tokyo right now, how do you feel about the Red Sox new signing, that Suzuki guy, which is just like a massive fucking bomb hitter. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, blah, blah, blah. like, he's screaming, and I just hit translate, done, everything's finished, I got his opinion, he has mine, we'll both hit translate, it's fine. You don't need all these old school guys like a Rob Parker who's like, I don't vote anything Boston because Boston's too white for me. His own quote, not mine. I don't vote anything Boston because Boston's too white for me. Mm-hmm. Well, you have other guys who are just like, well... I didn't like that player how he treated me, so I'm not. He's not getting my vote. Ridiculous. Right. That shouldn't matter. I, I I will sit here and say I hate James Harden, but if we're talking about voting him to the Hall of Fame, I would seriously look at his statistics and be like, all right, he's fucking pretty good numbers wise. I think he's a shit human being and a shit playoff player, but he has some great numbers. Right. That's just me, but I'm being unbiased. I sound I sound very biased on air, but I would be unbiased if I had the vote because the vote is very important. Because it's 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 a rite of passage. It's 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 royalty. It's there's you you get that like that it is a coveted thing, right? Like that is something that is something Forever. to be cherished and 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 upheld in a, in a very high at a high standard. Like you know, you're not just sitting here. It's like it's like if you were like a Supreme Court justice. Like your job is to treat the Constitution as gospel. If you're a Hall of Fame writer, your job is to treat baseball as gospel. You can't be letting the fact that Barry Bonds snubbed you in a locker room in 1998 dictate whether or not you vote for him. Like, that's that's ridiculous. That's bullshit. That's stupid. And that's why I think this whole MLB Hall of Fame, the old heads in baseball, they're killing the sport. They're killing the game. You know, they're the ones that, that come out of the woodwork and they're, oh, you, know, you shouldn't be flipping bats and doing this and that and blah, blah, blah. No, man. That makes the game fun. It's called competitive. It's called competition. It's competitive. Let it be that. Let it breathe. Like let's have some fun while we play this game meant for children mm-hmm. at a professional level and get paid millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Is that too much to ask? You know, I mean, no. the NFL is following suit, and we'll get into that when we get into the Chiefs and Bills, and you know, coming up here. But this is this is this whole Hall of Fame voting system bullshit needs to be ripped up from the roots. Thrown away, and just get a, given a whole new, a whole, a whole new makeover, because they, it's just it's not it's not working. If you can vote for David Ortiz but not Manny Ramirez, 
Or if you can vote for David Ortiz but not A-Rod or Bonds, wh- why? What are you really voting for? I mean, A-Rod should get in. A-Rod, how, A-Rod was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like, right, because if you're he holding... Was media darling one year, next year he's like, F all of you. If you're holding performance-enhancing drugs against any of those, against Barry Bonds, but you're not holding it against David Ortiz, you're a hypocrite. Sadly, yes. I'm sorry, you are. Now, I'm not saying that Ortiz was juicing his whole career. I don't even know. I don't know what he was doing. Shit, I hope he was. I, can, I hope they all do. I mean, I can I can imagine who was and who wasn't, but I don't really care. Neither do I. They didn't get caught. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to use this no. line, but their body, their choice. Way out of context. Well, but, I mean, if Rob Manfred is shot dead tomorrow. It's kind of a popular thing these days. If Rob, if Rob Manfred is shot dead tomorrow, that's that's the GM of Major League Baseball, for those who don't know. The and they And they had, yes. What did I say, GM? You said the GM. Fuck. And, <laughs> and, they, and they have to go elect like a new pope of baseball, and the black smoke comes out of the thing. I hope the new guy comes in and just says, do whatever you want. You play 162 games? You want to use steroids and horse tranquilizers? Have at it. But isn't Rob Manfred kind of doing that right now? No, though? no. Because Rob Manfred, no. I feel like Rob Manfred's just like, he's literally doing everything that's unpopular trying to get fired. No, no. He didn't want this job to begin with. I don't think he wants it now. He doesn't know. And he's just one. like, please fucking fire me. Welcome what the, the fuck? Death. He's like looking at his watch. He's like, oh, I'm up for retirement. And Dono's like, get your ass out there. And he's like, oh. <laughs> it's, it's a very awkward situation. It he, is. He didn't want it. He got it. You can tell he doesn't want it at times. And then he has to make these like sanctioned rules. And they're like, how do you feel about all these new rules? And he's like, I don't know. And then he's like, well, the minor leagues are bringing in robot umpires. How do you feel about that? He's like, good like he has no idea like, he's like we have a minor league like huh? he, like his, his he reminds me he reminds me of that mall manager from south park and he's like yes when they're like appealing they're like can we play on the can we play on your uh stage he's like oh we'd have to move the cheese and meat cart he's very <laughs> huh what he's very on the fence about everything like he has no opinion one way or another they're like how do you feel about like like players fighting in the locker room refusing to come to the field uh, i get it you get it? Okay. Like, what, so what, what are you, you going to do about it? I mean, we're gonna we're gonna look at it. We'll boys, look at we'll be boys. It. We'll review it and we'll uh, we'll make a judgment after we have all the facts. It's like, okay, but what does that even mean? Your guess is as good as mine. He's like, he's like, he's like you know, COVID. You know? <laughs> can't use that anymore. Like, yeah, well, you know, COVID, and it's, uh, you know, well, like, well, that was like the hugest mistake with him. With like during the whole COVID thing, They're like, you're gonna come back and play baseball soon? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, we'll see. And then it became the summer, and they were going to play whatever it was, like the sixty-game season. And yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, we're going to try to fit it in. It's like, what about what about outbreaks? I don't know. What about him? He, yeah, he was just like he had just totally lost. It feel like he felt like he, a he, movie character that belonged in Major League. Dude, no, he was he was uh, he was he was uh, what's his name from from uh, Office Space? He's got upper <laughs> management ribbon all over him. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's the um, the one with glasses. What would you say? You do here. Yeah, no, oh, the Bobs. Yeah. Those are the Bobs. No, yeah. I'm talking about uh, oh, what's his name? The guy, the, the main character. What was his fucking name? Uh, was it Rob something? No. Oh, I was I wasn't thinking of the main character. I was thinking of like the manager. The one that gets hypnotized and just yeah. doesn't give a the, fuck about yeah, anything anymore. Anything. I forget. And he asks out Jeff Aniston. Yeah, that's Rob. Yeah, that's that's Rob Manfred. Like he's just he's just him from Office Space. It's like maybe yes, maybe no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like this guy's are you got motivated? Up, this guy's got upper management written all over him. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. We're gonna dive into some NFL talk. I was gonna say before we get off of that. Can oh, we do you just, wanna, Can we show the just, quick David Ortiz? Yeah, let's show the end on a high note. Let's show the video. Yeah, you can because, see uh, Pedro Martinez looking like the Emperor holding uh, David Ortiz as Darth Vader. Good, good, good. Hello, I'm trying to reach David Ortiz, please. This is David Ortiz. Hello, David. This is uh, Jack O'Connell with the Baseball Writers Association of America. I'm calling you from Cooperstown, New York. 
other side of the screen. Like, really hugs right there. No, uh, maybe the, he's just like this like random old white guy, and he's like going to high five Pedro, and he's like, yeah, awkward man hug, high five thing, and like, whatever. Great moment for Ortiz. Great that, moment for baseball. I think that's his agent. I mean, it just makes sense that Ortiz is in, right? Like, it just okay, cool. Ortiz is in. Now let's do right by the rest of them. Now let's do right by Act- Barry Bonds. Let's do right no, by Clemens. It's done. They're done. Forever. Barry, no, Barry Bonds could get in. It's going to take 10 years. He'll, he could get in on like a, like it's like some special thing. He'll yes, have to but wait, but Exactly, yes. but I, I think it's 10 to 15 years, and who knows? He might be dead by then. If Barry Bonds goes into the Hall of Fame posthumously, that will be one of the biggest rob jobs, one of the biggest bullshit uh, moves I've ever seen in sports. You know what's going to happen mean, with Pete Rose, right? If Pete Rose is going to die, they're going to be like, ah, oh, we're wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And that's why, and that's what I think kills baseball for me. You know, like I, I want to be excited about baseball. I love the sport itself. Me too. But the MLB I has just lost it. me. It's just lost me. There's too much of this shit going on. There's too much of this nonsense. And you got too many of these old people that are sitting there like, ah, oh, Joey Batista shouldn't be flipping bats like that. And you know, you know, Bryce Harper's ruining the game. Like what? Like Bryce Harper's ruining the game now? Get out of here. Just shut up. Just go. Go drink your cod liver oil and watch Matlock and just fuck off our sports Matt and let Lock. us fucking people have fun, please. Thank you. 774-992-8702. Gentlemen, let's get into some football. There is so much to talk about Wait, you these want, games. Do you want to hit up the other couple of things? Before? Do, you want to, do you want to sprinkle in AB later on? No, I say let's just get all that way up front and then we just end the show with the four bangers because that's going to be like the whole show. How about show. we do – How about well, all right, let's do the AB video right now. Uh, because the AB video, it's a, it's a little bit long. I didn't see this video. It's only like no, it's only about two minutes, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's a little bit long. It's about two minutes, and it's AB and his agent talking to one of the Gumbles. One I don't of know the what Gumbles. his first name Greg is. Greg Gumble. Greg Bryant. Who gives a shit? I think it's Bryant Gumble. Sure. I don't care. It's one of the Gumbles that used to do Gumble to Gumble. And when we're here, yeah. to ask. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's set this up. So this is AB talking. With his agent by his side, to Mr. Gumble on Real Sports with Gumble, mm-hmm. it's got to be Bryant. Has to be. And we'll, we'll find out in two seconds. Someone in the comments, uh, let me know. He's talking to him about the situation that took place in the Meadowlands when AB walked out the field, chucked up his deuces, shirtless, and told the Bucks to F up. Okay. You guys, uh, yeah, here you go. Prior to the game on January 2nd, the game against the New York Jets at the Meadowlands, um, were you given shots of Tordal? Absolutely. Right before the game, I uh, was given Tordal. We actually have, Bryant, in the medical records that we reviewed, evidence that the team regularly injected Antonio with Tordal. So he couldn't feel the damage that he was doing to his ankle until it got to that threshold point where he told his coach, Coach, I can't play because of my ankle. And the coach's response to that was get the F off the field. Okay, so so the Bucks shot you with Toradol in the week before, before the Carolina game, correct? Absolutely. They shot you again before the Jets game, correct? Absolutely. And you played the first half and had three catches for 26 yards, correct? Yes. And Arians claims that at halftime then, you were upset about not getting more balls thrown your way. True or false? Is he lying? False. It's not worrying about the ball. Tom Brady is my guy. He's the reason I'm on Tampa Bay, so I know I'm going to get the ball. 
Antonio, I saw where you seem to resent the feelings of so many former coaches and, and teammates that you were in need of, of mental assistance. Does that bother you? Mental assistance from who? Professional assistance. To the extent any of that is coming from a spin that Antonio had a spontaneous mental episode, it's resentful and it's hurtful, and it's a disservice to people who do suffer from mental health challenges. We all have our, our difficulties, Antonio, myself, everybody. Yeah, these guys at Tampa Bay Bucks try to make an agreement with me to give me $200,000 to go to the crazy house so these guys can look like they know what they're talking about. These wait, guys are wait, professional. Wait, 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 wait. They, they offered you $200,000 for them. what? The, off, the offer was Antonio would basically sit on the sidelines, go on some list, uh, and commit himself to some form of intensive mental health treatment. And we were specifically told in writing by the general manager twice, don't spin this any other way. Antonio, do you think you need mental help of any kind? I have mental wealth, man. I know a lot of people may not understand me. Uh... All right, so there you have it. Okay. So there's a lot of people that don't understand it. The, 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 there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. There is. First of all, you can't act. You can't ask someone with special needs. Do you have special needs? They're gonna be like, no. Right. They don't know any different. <laughs> yeah. And you watch. And that if they video, do, and they're hyper aware, good for them. But then that means they're also doing it, and they're and not they're evil. Yeah. It's like I... Johnny Knoxville in that movie, The Ringer. <laughs> so, um, I immediately watched that video. My first reaction is, my boy is not there. He's gone. And earlier in the day, he tweeted out that he was signed by the Ravens and tweeted out a photo of him in the jersey, deleted the first tweet, left the picture of him in the Ravens jersey up, and then just lied to everybody. Yeah, told everybody he was... He, like, a Raven. Made it, made it seem like he was going to the Ravens. We're like... Okay. Wait, why we're would like, the Ravens... Like, first of all, why would the Ravens sign him right now? Which was crazy. Which was like, we're like, what the hell is going on? And then we looked into it and we're like, there's no... He's not signed by the Ravens. This isn't real. This is not real. It looks like he took a Photoshop at, at like his own house, and he was well, like, "He's like, I'm a Raven." He pulled a, he pulled a LeBron James too. There was another photo of AB, mm-hmm. uh, and he was deep in some literature, but he was pulling a LeBron James. He was only on the first page, page one, page one of this book, um, and you can see right there on the screen, uh, AB taking a good read, a good hard look at that uh, book. You know, he's he's studying it vigorously um, because he needs to, and you know, he's trying to figure out if he is or not. So. We've got that going on. So that was the AB thing, which, again, I've never seen in my in my life covering the NFL, and, and, and I've been watching the NFL for a long time. I've never, ever, 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 ever seen somebody go up there with their agent like that and tell a story and come out on the right side of it. Like I remember, we saw this was like T.O. Yeah, and uh, and uh, in his driveway, uh, and not even that. Uh, what was his agent's name there? Um, Drew Rosenhaus. Drew Rosenhaus. Yeah, and uh, you know, he did. He like having these 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 press conferences with Drew, and you'd be like, okay, oh, uh, this is weird. Why yeah. is he like? Why does he? It's like it's like when somebody like brings their lawyer to like speak, and like they're they're like I'm innocent, and they bring their lawyer, and you're like, all right, like you still might be innocent, but this makes you look hella guilty. Yeah, this looks bad. This really doesn't look good. Like, this is not a good look. Like, I don't know what you're doing here, but it's not a good look. So, this is an interesting situation. One, I think I think AB is done in the NFL. I don't think he's done. I think someone will give him a chance again. You think so? Yes. Because he's, like, even when even when he was, um, 
at his peak in Tampa Bay this year was only for a couple of games. He had what, like 13, 14 catches in that one Which game? Which is crazy, sir. So I mean, someone's gonna someone's gonna gamble on him, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, we're gonna give you a one year deal. We're gonna have like a mental illness clause." First of all, if he's right and his attorney and him are not making that up, that the Bucks were gonna give him two hundred thousand dollars to fake be injured and go to the, and go to mental rehab, that's completely illegal. For yeah, for an NFL franchise, and they said they have it in writing from upper management, which is crazy illegal. Would you put it past the NFL though, or like teams that do something like that? No, not at all. I wouldn't. I mean, I've seen. Playmakers, and I've seen ballers. But if this was, I know how the I know how the NFL works. If, if this was New England and, and Belichick, oh, this would be the biggest. Belichick this said, would be front page news. Belichick said, "I'm gonna give you two hundred thousand dollars. You make believe you're retarded." And they're gonna be like, first of all, what?" <laughs> they would lose their mind. And this guy, this is the GM. I can't even remember his name of the Bucks. Is like, we're gonna say you're mentally challenged. You're gonna go to rehab. You're gonna make believe you're a psychopath in the sidelines. Don't make a scene. And they put. He, they say it twice. They told him, don't make a scene. By the way, don't make a scene again. It's like Fight Club. By the First way, rule, don't make you're a scene. not allowed to leak this or say anything about it. Huh. So, you know, it's one of those deals where if this comes out and it comes to light that this actually was true and AB is telling the truth, little sketch balls on the side of the box. But then again, you, you know, when you're dealing with somebody who is a loose cannon... Sometimes you've got to use underhanded tactics. Now two teams are linked to Brady that are cheating hardcore. Ooh. It goes with maybe it's I, Brady and not Belichick. It goes with him where, you know, follows him yeah, where he goes. Look at this. Look at this. Maybe it was Brady that, maybe Brady was the, the mastermind behind Spygate this whole time. Yep. Maybe, maybe Brady was the one filming the Rams walkthroughs. Until, until, that's fake. Because they until, didn't know, because they were like, ah, there's just some, like, stick-figured, dad-botted, <laughs> like, weirdo, like, dude, like, in a backpack and a hoodie with some sunglasses on. They're like... Yeah, that guy's not an NFL player. Look at him. He's sciatic. I can't do shit. What the fuck? He's a weirdo. He wears a shirt that says, I have sciatic. Yeah, and they're like, get out of here. He's like, I have uh, disabled. And they're like, yeah, all right, whatever. Anyway, so on third down and three, and Brady's meanwhile, like, he's taking notes. Third down and three. Spacing here. They're going to get Marshall Falk out in the flat. I'll I'll agree with all this until Brady retires and comes back to the Patriots for one day. Uh, yes, we will get into Brady, and uh, we'll save that for the end of the show. We'll get into Brady A-Rod's future at the end of the show. But first, let's let's uh, let's get into some games, guys. Jesus. First game right now of chronological order? We're going to go in chronological order the way that they happened over the course of the weekend. So, again, I was on vacation this weekend, so I was uh, I was being forced to like kind of watch these things here and there, if yeah, you will. I was doing shit around the house with some of them. Dude, I was trying to send you messages, and I was like, I know you're, I know you're very busy right now, but I was like, this is unfucking believable. Oh, I wasn't very busy. <laughs> literally, I was. Well, when we get to the Rams Bucks game, I got a good story for you, uh, because I was literally, st- I, I did. It was out of straight out of a movie. Like it was. You just fell asleep. It was straight out of a movie. Um, so, Bengals Titans. Obviously, Saturday afternoon, we're at the game. So we got to the resort, and we, uh, and we were, uh, we were there for my good buddy Paul's uh, wedding. I was going to say funeral, which I guess is the same Jesus. thing. Jesus. But uh, damn. it was, uh, we were there for his wedding and we were stayed at this resort thing, like right in, uh, like right in like Daytona. Yep. And it was super cool because he got a room, like just a separate room that it was like a three bedroom suite or whatever, the big living room, balcony, the whole nine, just for everybody to go up and party at. Oh, so like, nobody was sleeping there. So like if everybody wanted to leave and go to bed, they just could. So nobody was like, you know, like, oh God, all right, what room are we partying in? And everybody's like, well, not my room, not my room. Like. Because everybody, you know, at 2 a.m. when everybody's still up and partying and you want to go to bed. Sure. It's like, no, fuck that. So he got this separate room. So we're up in the party room and we're watching the Titans and the, and the Bengals because obviously we're all 
we're all football junkies. And we're like, all right, let's do this. And we're watching. And I'm watching. And I'm just watching Joe Burrow just get wrecked. Nine sacks on the day. Three by Simmons. No, just nine sacks. How many hits was that? 15 hits or 16 hits? Oh, hits, I lost count. I don't even know, but I know it was nine sacks. He was sacked nine times. He was limping back to the huddle after, like, several plays. He got murdered left and right, dude. I'm like, oh, my God. He got smacked the the fuck around. And I'm sitting there going, okay, like, this is what I expected out of the Titans. This was the Titans' defense Mm -hmm. that we expected to see in the playoffs. It was coached by Mike Vrabel. They had all this talent in the front seven. Yep. Little did we know the best defense of the night was coming up in the next game, but that's we'll get to that in a second. I'm thinking this is it. This is crazy. The, the Titans are going to walk this game. They're going to walk away from the Bengals. They're going to just they're going to mop the floor with them. There's no way. I'm like Joe Burrow can't move. Jamar Chase is irrelevant at this point. This kid. Every single time I look up, number 98 Simmons, the the, uh, the defensive tackle. I think he's like a third year player now. Uh, Dominating the whole absolute, game. Just co- completely up crushed. and down the. Yeah, completely up and down crushing. The line. Was that you? Yeah. yeah. What did you just you drop? My phone? foot. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I thought you dropped your phone. I was like, Yeah, me too. I thought I heard the phone clicking. I saw it. And I was no, like, no, what no. Fell out of your pocket. So he's dominating the shit of this game, and I'm watching, it and I'm going, "There's no way the fucking Bar- the Bengals can win this. Like they're just they're not blocking for Joe Burrow right now, and he he's the straw that stirs the drink. You got bitch fixing Joe Mixon mm. out there doing everything he can, and man, does that dude run fucking? Yeah, hard. he did solid. He I mean, out Henry. King Henry. Yeah. Henry was not ready for that game. He was not. And Absolutely you can't not. blame no. my chocolate stud pony for not being ready to go. This was his first game back in almost three months. He's got a metal foot in his plate. Yeah. It, it was just one of those things like he's just. Backwards. What? Metal plate in his foot. Yeah, yeah what, what, what did I say? Got, yeah, yeah, metal foot in his plate. He's got a metal <laughs> foot on his plate. It's what he eats for dinner. He's just like. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so he, he just, he wasn't ready. He wasn't in game shape. You're right. You know, and it was funny because we were coming home. We played golf Saturday morning, and I'm coming home. We're, we're getting, we're coming out the course. We stopped to get gas, so I ran in because I needed a Red Bull, and I grabbed the Slim Jim, and I was, you know, like ready to go. I'm like, yeah, getting all fired up for football. It's football, and uh, nah. the guy working the register at the Seven Eleven in, in, you know, in Palm Coast, decked out in head to toe Bengals gear, and I'm like. I don't think I've ever seen this before. I've never seen, like, a Bengals fan in person, I don't think. I, I've never met one. And he's not a Bengals fan either. He's just like, I just like yeah. the colors. <laughs> not a real one. And I was just like, I told him, I was like, oh, man, I was like, Bengals fan, huh? And he goes, yeah, what gave it away? Like, you know, all Southern and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, yeah, good luck tonight, man. Like, I'm like, I'm, I I didn't pick you guys, but I'm rooting for you. He's like, yeah, man, you know, I don't know why I'd do that to wait till today to come back. You know, he's probably going to pop off or 200 yards or something but man i'm just happy we got this far and i'm like well don't not with that attitude like no i'm like yo man i'm like you got the quarterback bro i'm like joe burrow's the truth he said it's a new era yeah and i'm like joe burrow's the truth and the guy's like yeah man that kid can sling it and i said yeah you really can and and i'm like going back i'm like all right bud like well hey uh good luck tonight i'll be rooting for the Bengals." goes oh man thanks i'd say i'd root for your broncos but you know they ain't playing i'm like all right, dickhead, I take it all back. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right. So the I'm assistant like, coach from uh, Waterboy. Thanks. Stay on, man. You go play that game. No, 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 no. I mean, and this guy was like the stereotypical, like, like East Coast Florida lifer guy. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I know what you mean. Tall, skinny, strangly, like, straggly beard, glasses, like, kind of redheaded, whatever. So uh, 
So we get to the so we're watching the game and I'm watching. I'm thinking there's no fucking way that Joe Burrow and and company could pull this thing off. And then I remembered who the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans was. Old Island boy himself. Ryan fucking Tannehill. He went all Miami Dolphins, Tannehill. He just... I mean, this game, I put it in my notes that this game was 100% on him, especially that final interception. Yep. I know it wasn't like he threw it. Sorry, uh, give me a, give me one minute, uh, caller. We'll, we'll get to you in just a second. Um, I'd put you on hold, but I don't have that ability. Uh, I mean, I could just answer it, and they would just be sitting there like, hello? Hello? Like, hello. But, uh... Asking you a question. Okay. Uh, that last interception that Tannehill threw... Comical. Why was he trying to fit it in (laughs) to the most tightly covered? It was a tight end, I believe. It was the middle of the field. In the middle of, between six white jerseys. I didn't see. It gets popped up in the air and intercepted by a linebacker. And I'm just like, oh, Ryan, what are you doing? Like, I don't know who was worse, like Ryan Tannehill or Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, that's kind of like where I'm at right now. The only difference is one won and the other one didn't. But the funniest thing with Tannehill is that everyone immediate reaction on Twitter and social media was like he threw it into a crowd of people and he was just like someone gotta catch it and that was like, like it's like almost like schoolyard football it's like there was everyone five, just run five white shirts one blue shirt he was like I can fit this of in. course the ball like reflected off somebody's like shoulder pad hand something it no, just it, bounced the, up into the air the, the safety got an arm in on it and just yep. it just tipped straight up Cut. in the air and there was yep. four bodies right there it was, bloop. it was tight coverage there was nowhere to go with that there was nowhere to throw that and yet leave it to Ryan Tannehill to try to fit it in, get intercepted, and cost his team the game. The and the no, number one seed wasted. Shit-tier quarterback. I've said it all along. That's fine. That's Tannehill. Both one seeds, done. Yep. In the NFC. Uh, in, the, in, in the playoffs. NFL. In the NFL. Both one seeds were bounced in the first round. Bengals wanted were to... my upset pick last week. You did have the Bengals. I wanted to take the Bengals, but I thought better of it. And after I saw, you know, the first the way the first three quarters unfolded, even though Tannehill was sucking pretty bad throughout, I said, okay, like, Tennessee, they, they're getting to Joe Burrow. There's no way the the, the, the Bengals are going to be able to score and they're going to be able to get out there and uh, and beat this team. I just thought that, that defensively, the Titans were too good. They get that interception. Evan McPherson, the rookie kicker. Wow, the balls on that kid. What a, what a G. Yeah, that was awesome. Just... Looked at Joe Burrow and said, guess we're going to the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Trotted out and drains a 52-yarder Yeah, to fucking win the game at the gun. That was good from 62. It was great from 62. That's crazy. I mean, this was one of those This was one of those moments. That's the, You know, that's the first Bengals playoff road win in history? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. That is their first playoff road win in their franchise history. I'm not sure if it was not to overstep you. I'm not sure if it was the color commentator on the live broadcast or maybe the radio broadcast of Cincinnati Bengals. His immediate reaction was, send those texts! Because it's the first time they've run a playoff game oh, since the yeah, event of yeah, text yeah. messages. Right, right. So he's screaming out, send those texts! The Bengals won a playoff game! And it was yeah. just, It's so funny to well, hear. Well, that was last week. That was against the Raiders. Oh, was it? That was God the Raiders they, one. They overplayed it again. But, yeah, but again. yeah, it's still, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Send more texts. Who cares? Like, yeah, it's still, you know, I guess we're they still, sold out of those Evan McPherson. We're jerseys. still waiting for a uh, the Raiders won a playoff game post on social media. We haven't seen that one yet. Mm. R.I.P. R.I.P. in peace. That's, we know a lot of Raiders fans, too. That sucks. Kinda. No. Kinda. No, it doesn't. I am. If it was going to happen, I'm glad it happened the way it did. 
I mean, listen, all I, I, I will. I stand by what I said about the the, the NFL is a better place when the Raiders are good because it gives everybody a common enemy. But I'm not really shedding any tears for the Raiders when they're not there. You know. There's going to be a lot of teams blown up this Just, year. Just uh, not doing it. No. Raiders, New Orleans, all getting blown up. Everything. The, the There is a nuclear winter coming. Shit, even Miami. In the NFL. Yeah, Miami. Yeah, the beef flow is gone. Yeah. It's, it, the, the blow up is continuing. But let's let's talk real quick, though, because it, Ryan Tannehill's cap number goes from like $11 million to like $38 million this offseason. Gone. Bye. After this playoff game, can you – I mean, obviously they're not going to pay him $38 million this year. They can't. No. It's not. I don't even, I honestly don't even think they could if they wanted to. They're going to have to, at the very least, restructure or and change this deal up somehow, some way. But are you looking just to, like, are you looking to cut bait with Tannehill? Like, I would take because if you're anyone. the if you're the Titans, you've got to be seriously considering, like, okay, if A Rod, Ross, and Watson are available, oh yeah, or a Derek Carr is available, who I kind of put on the same playing field as as Ryan Tannehill, but maybe a change of scenery for Carr would would increase his ability, you know, his ability. You you've got to seriously be considered like you you can't have a defense that good, a team that well coached. And your quarterback goes into an ASC divisional game and throws three interceptions at home as the one seed and blows the game for you. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't just like it wasn't like, oh man, like he put up thirty one points and then, you know, fuck, he got a tip ball and it was picked. No. They scored sixteen points. This was a terrible Terrible game offensively. Yeah. Derrick Henry or no Derrick Henry, you blew it, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. You blew it. Like, I hope your, you know, hot, hot, super hot wife is, like, keeping you happy as a consolation prize because. <laughs> Why, has he got a hot wife? Oh, dude. Yeah. Ryan yeah. Tannehill, yeah, one of the huh. hottest. Huh. Yeah. Right up there with McVeigh and Goff. Well, huh. girlfriends. Those are girlfriends. But nonetheless. No, Goff is wife now. Is it a wife now? Yeah. Goff get married? Yeah. Yeah, she she popped Christian Harper. She's still Christian Harper on Instagram, so. Uh, I don't know. She's what? Christian Harper. That's her name? Oh, Kristen. Christian? Kristen. I thought it was Christian. I don't know. Whatever. Who doesn't matter? Smokey. Yeah. <laughs> Not the point. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your name is. I thought you said it was like, it's like Bryce Harper's like sister or something like that. When you were saying like Christian Harper, I'm like, what? No. I think really? Her last name's Harper. Whatever. That's what it is. It doesn't matter, yeah. It doesn't matter. But. You you're going somewhere else if you're the Titans, right? Like you're definitely looking. Yeah, so now. Everybody you just named is an upgrade over Tannehill. Shit, Ryan Fitzpatrick for four million dollars or five, six, seven million. Whatever you have to pay him the minimum for one year is a better fit than Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I know maybe I'm just making this connection because it's already been done once. But if you're Tennessee, do you consider if Miami lands Watson or 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 whomever? Do you? Do you maybe make a deal for Tua and say, hey, look, you know, I know he's a young kid, but maybe we take a chance on him? I don't think do you, I don't do think you, Vrabel likes Tua. Do you call Cleveland and ask about Baker? Mm, I think Baker's I think I like ba- that even better. I think Baker's mentally burnt out, to be honest with you. I think Baker's toasted, dude. That's, I what, think that's he's what I'm cooked. saying. He deleted social media today because he didn't want to hear um criticism of his game compared to others. Based on how Odell's playing? Yes. Yeah. Because that's oh, been a pretty right. common that's... theme. Even I texted you the other day, and I was just like, ooh, I told him, like, OBJ stats, which you obviously knew. And I was yeah. like, did you see that catch? I was like, yeah, I guess it wasn't OBJ. <laughs> it was it, not OBJ. Guess, yeah. guess it was Baker after all. Yeah, like, I was like, oof. shit, that catch that he made. Um, on the sideline, on the, the, si- the backwards. Dude, 
heel tap. Yeah, insane. Yeah. I was like, holy he's, shit. I'm like, all right. He's ridiculous. Oh, uh, Landry, another Brown, asked not to be re-signed. That's the first I've ever heard of that. Oh, wow, he's gone. Yeah, he's asked. Well, it's the end of his contract. He asked not to, like, he's asking, like, don't franchise tag me, don't transition tag me, don't do any of that. Right. So that's that's not a good look for your quarterback who is injured, going through shoulder sh- shoulder shoulder surgery and knee surgery. So right. this to me. That sucks because I like Baker. You know what I mean? I was hoping he was gonna. I was hoping he was gonna have a long career, but nah. not looking the way it's. He's gonna be like another like Colt McCoy type fucking. Yeah, deal, you that's know a good comparison. I mean? Yeah, he's just gonna end up. I mean, more toolsy than Colt McCoy, like a better arm and like yeah. faster, but. But same path, you know what I mean? Same career path gets buried on a bench somewhere. He's like you know, he's like a stronger anymore. Johnny Manziel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Jerry Fast Radio. Roll one, seat one. What's going on, brother? It's Durant. What's going on, Durant? What up? What's popping? Nothing much, man. Uh, looking to uh, talk about that Chiefs game. Oh, that's the last game of the week. We haven't gotten to that one yet. We still got three games to get to before we get to that one. But uh, you know, feel free to give us your thoughts on it. We can comment on it afterward. All right, so uh, one thing I'd probably ask is, uh, you know, the final situation was uh, 13 seconds left. Uh, my buddy, I'm actually going to give my buddy credit for this one, but uh, he brought up an interesting point. Uh, so I just want your guys' take. Uh, what would you guys have done? What defense would you guys have played with uh, the 13 seconds left? Well, first of all, I would have squibbed it. Or don't have to swim it. Just kick it high so he has to run it out of the end zone. Yep, just kick it to the one. Take at least two, three seconds off the clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they could still not field it and let that bounce into the back. Mm, that uh, that wastes clock, but, though. But now you're taking – But now, no, it doesn't because it doesn't have to really touch the ball. But now you're taking a risk because if it sits at the one, now you got to go 90 – you know, now you got to go 58 yards instead of 38. Okay, yeah. And actually – if they don't field it and it doesn't bounce into the end zone, it's Buffalo's ball. They catch it. So True, too. Um, a lot also, of risk there. 13 seconds, you literally have to stop them for one, one and a half plays, depending on how fast the play goes. Pretty much. And then you, they just played – they went to Madden. They're like, just put everybody back in Hail Mary position. They just didn't want to get beat by a touchdown, apparently. But you let – like, your star players on offense, they're like, who are they going to in the, the time they need most? Kelsey and Hill. You let both of them demolish you in eight seconds. I I can't even like I I saw it happen in real time and I was like I can't believe this is happening. So we I'm had a shocked. video. Casey's. Just I had a video. I, it wouldn't it wouldn't load and uh, I couldn't. I was bummed. I couldn't get it up uh, because my thing was so. We were talking about it. My thing was if in that play, why don't you just bear hug all the receivers at the line of scrimmage? Or you know, I mean, Snap the ball, throw him on the ground. It that's doesn't. It doesn't matter what you do because I mean, no matter what, you, you can't put the team. You, you don't put the time back on the clock. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know they run the play. You hold every single receiver and you don't let anybody go. You just mug that's every single five, one of them. It's only a five yard penalty. It's a five yard penalty. And you take five seconds off the clock. Now you okay? We got time for one more play. Hail Mary right. time. That's it. And you know five yard Hail Mary. Durant was kind of saying on the thing, like, if this is Bill Belichick, not not to use the Patriots for for an example, but my biggest thing was every time the Patriots play Kansas City Chiefs, Belichick's defense is always put a linebacker on Kelsey, beat the shit out of him at the line of scrimmage, it slows him down, and it gets to him mentally. That's why Kelsey does not do well against the Patriots. It's, it's known because yeah, Belichick just beats the crap out of him. Bill Belichick would have knew 
to do that in that situation? Oh, I think if if, if Belichick was the coach of the Chiefs, uh, I'm sorry, the coach of the Bills, Bills win that yep. game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, listen. Two plays. If, if I had the video that I was uh, I was just referencing, listen, if Chip Kelly knew enough to do it back in 2016 against the Saints in that exact kind of situation, I'm fairly certain Bill Belichick would have figured it out. If I knew it, sitting in a hotel room half in the bag, and I'm yelling at the TV, saying, just hold him, mug him, do whatever you got to do. I'm pretty sure a professional NFL coach should have known that, or at least one of his assistants, or at least somebody on that sideline should have said, guys, just mug these dudes, hold them. You can't put the time back on the clock. And I guarantee you if right. they had done that, that rule would have come up and they would have that, that rule would have been changed, changed in the offseason. Chiefs fans would have been livid. They would have been livid, but they would have gotten outgamed. It's just smart it's right. just smart management. It's yes. called it's called knowing the rules. What are we talking about? We always talk about Bill Belichick and how he exploits the the loopholes in the rule, right? Yes. That's right. what makes Absolutely. him so great because he's always thinking ten fucking steps ahead of everybody. This you didn't even have to think ten steps ahead. All you had to do was just be on pace. I, I, I have no Remember idea. When, uh, Remember when Vrabel did it to Belichick in the playoff game? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he kept taking a false stop on a punt to yes. run the clock. And you know what's funny? Vrabel got that from Belichick, who used it against the Jets earlier that season. Yeah. And it was kind of like a double F you. Like, Vrabel's like, I learned this from you, who did it to literally the Jets <laughs> like eight weeks ago, which is yeah. always great. I love that shit. But then at the same time, um, how many times do we see like those preseason games of him talking to Mar- Marquise Hill and Belichick's like, Ball's at the one. Three seconds are, 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 on, the, are on the clock. And uh, um, you're on your own one, by the way. But, and uh, you, you get a false start penalty. What do you do? And Marquise is like, oh, you lose it down and you move it. And Belichick's like, no, you lose this much. Yeah. It's half distance to the goal. Yeah, you lose that, that I mean, much. that's pretty much what I was looking to get to, though. And Joey pretty much hit it spot on, you know? I mean, it should be a no-brainer, yeah. I mean, it's, it is easier said than done at the same time. Wow. But it really isn't though, and that's but that's what separates the good from the great is the ability to think on the fly in that situation, convey that message to your players, and understand that yeah, okay, you're lining everybody up ten yards, fifteen yards deep off the line of scrimmage. You don't want to get beat over the top. That's all fine and well. Just go up there and just fucking snuff them. Just snuff right. them. It doesn't matter if a pass interference penalty at the five is still only a five yard penalty. Right. And I tried, I tried every way possible to go against that, you know, you know, the five yard holding, and um, you know, because Tyree kills a different breed. I'm like, do you think he could, uh, he could maybe even beat the jam with his? I mean, it, he even is, if he, but, even I if mean, he does, not you double him. No, Two pro- guys yeah, are gonna throw him to the ground, right? You can literally double everybody they threw out there. Yeah. I mean- there's nothing. Right. You don't have to line up. You'd line up two guys on. You'd rush two for Christ's sake. I'm saying you don't think Tyreek could burn two guys, even two guys that are trying to throw him to the ground. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, Tyreek probably could at least right. one for That's sure. Depends if he does I get loose and he's gone. It's all I watched. Against, I know, watched Chip Kelly. I, if you, I wish I, I wish the video. Let me see if the video loaded because I have a perfect example of this. And it, let me see if I can get it to uh, if I can get it loaded because this. If you watch this video. When Chip Kelly was the coach of the Niners that one year in 2016, yep. he did this to uh, Sean Payton and the Saints. R.I.P. And and yep. it worked perfectly, and Sean Payton was, like, fucking pissed livid. about it. Livid. But it worked because – and even, the, even the, the guys calling the game were like, yeah, you can't put the time back on the, on the clock, like – 
Uh, I won't go. It's a different format. I downloaded it. I got it off of Reddit. I didn't get that's it That's okay, of but then also didn't um, Harbaugh of the uh, Ravens do that to the Bengals a couple of years ago where they literally were going for a punt. They were down by four. Instead of giving it back to the Bengals, he just had his punter stand in the end zone and um, had every player hold the other member of the team, and they just like held the clock hostage until the game ran out, and they took a penalty. They're like, oh, game's over. I mean, I have it right here in my notes, which I wrote down during the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not just mug the receivers and take the holding penalty? Stupid. That was what I said and in real time when I took these notes while I was in the hotel room watching this game. Stupid. It was poor coaching. And, and, you know, look, I get it. It's not easy to coach in the NFL. It's not in like just like a, one of these like, oh, okay, just any old guy can do it. But you've got to know that shit, dude. Uh-huh. Like, that's coaching 101. That's what I like. I said that's what separates the good from the great. That's what separates Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, Andy Reid, from Pete Carroll and John Harbaugh and Mike Tomlin. Those guys are good coaches. They're not Bill Belichick great. Do you guys think uh, Sean Payton's coaching somewhere else next year? No. Not next year. No, definitely not. At He's least def- two years away. Take a year or two off. He's definitely taking well, at least twenty twenty two. Well, else. He, he has three years left on his deal. So Correct. if he was to, then the other team is going to have to give the Saints compensation. Correct. Which is probably going to be. If we want to let the cat out of the bag and talk about this for a couple seconds, sure. I it think could very well be a first round pick. I mean, John Gruden went for a first round pick. Yes, Belichick went for first and the second, or I forget what it was. It's, it's been 22 years. I don't give a shit anymore. Um, he's definitely going to Dallas. That's that. That seems like the biggest slam dunk of all time. Dallas or the Giants? Nah, I think he's. I think he's past the Giants. I think he really wants to go back to Dallas where he was with Parcells and kind of. I think Jerry right Jones. That ship. I, yeah, I think Jerry Jones would be like, "Yeah, I'll give you a GM and coach." Ah, I'm still gonna do everything though. You know, I think he would do one of those. But I think he would go to Dallas, and I can picture him there, like commanding the ship and like riding the ship in Dallas. Listen, if I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, that's music to my ears. The only question is, how much of the band are we gonna be able to keep together in this next year? Oh, f- he but... fucking hates Dak. I can tell in Sean yeah. Payton's face, he's like, "Dak's gone." If he if he goes there, he's gonna be like, "Yeah, give me Taysom Hill." Fuck you, Dak. Well, maybe he saw Taysom Hill's contract. And he's like, I'm out of here. Like, I'm, I'm retired. Well, the cat. I mean, the the, the 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 Saints are seventy million dollars over the cap. Seventy eight. Seventy eight million dollars over the cap. They are going to lose Michael Thomas. They are going to lose Alvin Kamara. They are probably going to lose uh, um, uh, the uh, the defensive end. Um, Jordan. Which one? Jordan. Cam, yeah, Cam, Cam, Cam Jordan. Jordan. He's old though. He's still he's producing still though. Nasty. Yeah. yeah, but he's like, you never know. Like defensive ends, they just they stop like that one well, year. Take him to Denver. You don't uh, fucking need we'll defensive ends. We'll take Michael really Thomas don't. over in Indy. We'll take him. Yeah, yeah, thanks. You know what? <laughs> Michael Thomas, as wide receiver uh, needy as I am, I don't know how I feel about it because, one, big contract. Two, you never saw him after the injury. Three, Hell yeah, you would, Tank. Three, psycho. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. Just poison in the locker room. Toxic. Sorry, no, but I, I, but to go back to Durant, Durant's point. It's toxic masculinity. I can toxic. absolutely see Jerry Jones saying, I'll give you our first and, you know, one of these guys. Going to the Super Bowl, I think it's Rams and Chiefs for me. I want Rams-Bengals, but that'll be torn for me because I don't know if I want – well, no, I know I want Rams all the way because I want Stafford to get his first, but if not, I'd like to see Joey Burrow. I want all-dog Super Bowl. Underdog City, I want 49ers and Bengals. I think the Rams have enough on both sides of the ball to get it done. 
I think Bengals Rams would be. I, and listen, Rams Chiefs is probably gonna be the most fun matchup yeah, for sure. Um, high powered. Well, I just think those are two heavyweights, big time. I don't think yeah. like those aren't you know, if like the Bengals are like especially if like the Niners get there, like you're looking at the Niners and you're going like, all right, like Niners are gonna get mopped. They're by gonna the get Chiefs. the Chiefs. No, I wouldn't be so sure. Again, I mean, like I said, a we'll talk about the Niners I, in a minute. But on. the Niners were just in the Super Bowl two years ago, up ten on the Chiefs with about six minutes to go. Right. I, I be- so believe I mean, me. I remember third yeah. and seventeen, Tyreek Hill, and I looked at Paul and I said, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Paul looked at me and he just shook his head and he goes, "Yep." Yeah. Hey, the Lakers are smacking the Nets right now. No LeBron surprise. Is LeBron eight, just stole the ball again. Is Westbrook back playing? Back is eight, is uh, how's AD looking? That's the important question. Uh, he looks all right. You know, looks like it's first his first game, game back. back in seventeen games. Yeah, yeah 17 I'm really not. I'm really not concerned with the Lakers. They just got to get healthy at the right time. It really, and then the trade deadline coming up. I wouldn't be surprised if they move on from Westbrook and they just they give him away for a, you know a bucket of balls and. You know, a fucking <laughs> a couple a couple tea times at a mini golf course. Yeah, I mean that sounds about right, man. I mean, but I mean, we got to think about this. If Le- if LeBron wins with Westbrook, I think it's a uh, conversation done. With Listen, if LeBron drags Westbrook and Melo to a title, I mean, what are we talking about here? Listen, we already know LeBron's great. But if he can overcome the cur- the only thing left for him to do would be to fucking get James Harden a title. I would kill myself. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Like, that's not, not going to happen. It's, it's pretty much, I mean, listen, James Harden already said it, and, and KD too, that they're they're all open to leaving the Nets next year and going elsewhere. Yeah, the, I, the team full of yeah. fucking this, this time, Dude, this <laughs> NBA off, the NBA offseason is going to be fucking lit again this summer. I hope I hope their Russian mob boss has them all killed. You're gonna have massive movement yeah. again in the NBA. Good. Big I just time want names. A big signing agree, in, I'm in not, Boston. I'm not too sure on the Lakers this year. Um, you know, I think the Bucks will be there as a strong team. I think Phoenix will be right back there. Um, of course, the Nets. And uh, see, I don't I don't have any faith in the Nets either, dude. KD can't stay healthy anymore. Kyrie just never a know when he's playing. Kyrie, but Kyrie is actually the only thing keeping the Nets above water right now. You, you mean seriously? Not mentally. No, but he's fucking really good. I would just hate to be on that team. I would love to see him be like, "Hey, we'll give you Westbrook. We'll give you we'll give you Westbrook for Kyrie straight up." And then the Thunder just moved to the Nets, and Kyrie comes to LA, and it's just like, ah, we've come full circle. <laughs> Never yeah, happened. I've honestly Fun to think about that, that scenario a bunch of times, but there's no way that'll happen. The, the Nets aren't nearly dumb enough to make that trade. And I think, Are you I, sure? I, think, I, I don't say, agree with I think, that. Well, I think KD and Harden would just be like, they'd be the SpongeBob. Like, nah, I'm out of here. I'm out yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm going to head out. Right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, listen, man, give me uh, – when, when's the trade deadline? About a month from now? Uh, I think a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, it should be a couple – Three? I think it's two weeks. Two, three weeks? I thought it was two weeks to go. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Either way, things always get hectic right before it. So, if that's the way. Uh, Thursday, February 10th. So, yeah, two weeks. So that's actually yeah. coming up pretty quick. Yeah, I don't Ooh, think the Lakers are doing anything significant. Uh, I think maybe you know exchange some role players here and there. Well, that's what they off. need. I mean, they've got their big three. Now I it's agree. fitting the guys in around them to make it work. So, 
whatever. Who cares? It's 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 LeBron James. No matter what, he'll be there in some capacity at the end. I think he only needs what? I think by this time next year, he'll have passed Kareem all time for the scoring title, for the scoring lead. Yeah, he next needs, year. Like, He's going to get Carl Malone this year. He'll get Carl. I, I think he'll get Carl. He'll get Carl Malone like any day now, right? Uh, I think he was. Like Two hundred and sixty points away or so. Oh, okay. Maybe, bit, so. maybe it was. Uh, maybe it was including postseason. He's already. He's only. I think he's only like two hundred and sixty-two points behind Carl Malone. Uh, yeah. Or I can't remember if it was Carl Malone or Kareem, all time, like including postseason. Right. So that's like an any day now thing. But yeah, he'll get Carl Malone this year, and then I think he has to average like twenty-one point eight points a game. For now until next year to pass, Kareem. Yeah, he should, he should definitely do it. Long as he stays healthy. I mean, think about that. That's insane. Just do it that got drafted out of Akron, Ohio, in my senior year of high school. Akron, Ohio. Is going to yeah. fucking pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the number one scorer of all time. And did you know Melo's top ten on the scoring list? He's actually going to pass Shaq this year. Well, yeah, I mean, but you, well, Melo's been playing the exact. Melo's been playing the exact same amount of time as LeBron. So doing that shit quietly too. And Melo went to college. Yeah. <laughs> So Melo's, you know, that's a little bit more impressive. Not more impressive. No, but, but he's just a couple of years older. Right, but to have more time to do it, you know what I mean. Anytime someone listen, smashes I mean, the record, listen, I, listen, listen, I'm not gonna lie. Time. When it was back in 2003, you were either Team Melo or Team LeBron. I was Team Melo, bro. I was never Team Melo. I didn't know that there was like a. You're either. The, I remember that the only yeah, one. It's still very early for basketball, though. It's uh. You know, it is. Joe it always, is. But know, Joe uh, always says, you know, it's uh. There's four no, dates. Really. There's only four dates that matter in the NBA season. Opening day, Christmas, yeah. the trade deadline, the start of the playoffs. That's it. Yeah. I take back what I said. I like the All-Star break. I like the All-Star break. I couldn't give two fucks about the All-Star break. It's so boring. There, no one no, – I don't I don't recognize any of the names in the dunk contest anymore. I like the three-point contest. The dunk contest is kind of gone the, to the, shit. Do, like, the good players do the three-point contest? Not really. Like, yeah, Curry – uh, Joe Harris, I believe, did it. Um, okay, I mean, as long as Curry's still Dame, Dame Lillard. Yeah, I all right. If those guys are, that's that's probably the highlight of the All Star Weekend, then, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, because I mean, because cool. I mean, dunk the contest, last time the dunk contest was like cool was like Blake year, Griffin and Dwight Brown, Howard, think, but then uh, that's what changed Tatum it. Jalen yeah. Brown both did it last year. Say, what's that? I think it was uh, Tatum and Jalen Brown both did it last year. Yeah, yeah, I think you think you're right. And then like the skills competition thing is lame as shit. Yeah. It's like, I oh, let's like see if you can bounce pass through this hula hoop. It's like, <laughs> no, let's, but, uh, let's not. All right, guys, I'll let you guys go, man. Thanks for the time. Uh, all right, Doug. Yeah. All right, Diggity. I mean, Enjoy I championship weekend. I, I got Chiefs and Rams, though. Chiefs Rams. Well, we'll give you our picks at the end of the show, but, yeah, we'll uh, we'll hold it tight to the vest. But, yeah, Chiefs Rams, I mean, that's, I feel like that's going to be the consensus. Yeah. Adios. No. No, I mean, Take not for us. But, all right, brother. Later, Later bro. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. That's the phone number. If you want to give us a call and get your thoughts on the air, you have uh, all the right to do so. Please, uh, please go right ahead. Give us uh, a call. I'm taking back my team, Lame- uh, team Lamelo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I'm coming to current day. I'm taking back my team, LeBron or team Ooh, Mello. Mello's I'm going team it. Darko Milicic. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> this big Russian kid goes to Detroit and does nothing. Ruins the whole team. Can we talk about how like? The, the middle ball brother though was like absolutely fucking murdering the NBA right No, he's now. the youngest. Oh, is it? Is that the youngest he's one? He's the youngest. Oh, I thought yeah. he was the middle one. No, the middle one's in jail. Oh, in no. China? Yeah, isn't that him? 
Oh, La- Lavello, whatever the fuck his name oh, is. Oh, Lemoncello? I thought yeah. Lemoncello was the little one. Didn't he get rid... No. Nah, he's not still there. Him and his boys like caught, get caught like stealing something on like a yeah. And then or Trump got him out of yeah. He's Chinese back prison now. Yeah. He's yeah. Been. Then Trump got him out, and he got some rap out, and he was like, "I love this kid." So wait, which, little yachty. Which one, Le- Le- Leangelo? Or Leangelo, Leangelo. That's his name. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, he's the middle. Okay. The oldest is uh. Loren- uh Lonzo. Lamar. Lonzo. Lonzo. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> These names, man. Shit. Lavar. Lavar. I mean, Big Daddy Ball was yeah. the man. <laughs> Lamar, Lamar. He even played basketball. He was, like, he was a football player. He was like, I dunked on Jordan once in a one-on-one game. It's like, no, you didn't. No. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say that probably didn't happen. He but was a backup tight end. He for the says Jets. it so convincingly. Like you on, I'm not like he's one of those guys that like you, you know he's lying. It's like. It's like your, your buddy who's like, you play golf. It's like, yeah, you know, every time you play with him, he shoots like a 98. And he's like, oh, yeah, I went out with my boys from work the other day. I shot a 73. It's like, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Here's a scorecard. Well, you could just take that from the pro shop and write whatever you wanted. Like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Ask anybody. Ask anybody who was there. Who was there? Well, you know, it was my boy who I went to Wisconsin with <laughs> for like a semester. We like hooked up, and then it was like we his, hooked up. It was like you know we played some golf, and then it was like, and then it was like his best friend, and then like his boy's like sister's brother-in-law, and I'm like, well, what were their names? Brad, Chase, and Bill. And like, oh, okay, so you shot a seventy-three? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. All right, let's go out. Then you go out with him the next time, and it's like, oh man, I can't believe I can't do it again. This is such bullshit. Can't believe I'm I'm rimming out these three foot putts left and right, bro. This is fucking triple bogeys, bro. This ain't me, dog. It's like okay, bro. Lavar yeah. definitely okay. dumped on a random black ball dude wearing a Jordan jersey. Yeah. Lavar Ball is definitely he's definitely like he's definitely that dude on the basketball court. He's like, yeah, I, I crossed up Michael Jordan once. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Ask anybody who was there at the ruck of that. His day. teammate Charles right? Stockton you know, like, said How many so. people were there? Dude, there was thousands, bro. Ask any one of them. All right, name one. Psh, I don't remember. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. How convenient. It's like Pamela for you. Anderson. Yeah, bro. So, yeah, yeah, bro. That's how I met my third ex wife, bro. She saw me break his ankles and she was like, oh, big daddy. I want to give you a little <laughs> lemoncello, baby. And that was how I named my second child. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, you sweet like lemoncello. And I was like, hmm, that's a good name for a baby. Let me put one in you, sweetie. Names I don't, I don't, why, I don't know why he sounds like Shaq. I don't know. Either, but whatever. Dude, I've been watching a lot of Shaq shit. The guy is a crazy humanitarian. Shaq Unbelievable. Is, Shaq is the goddamn man, dude. I forgot what basketball player wasn't on the, um, you'll probably know, big white center. Got the, he was like a rookie year. Shaq and Kobe were there, and he pulls up in like a minivan, like his rookie season. <laughs> and Shaq's like, I can't let you pull up in a minivan in the Staples Center anymore. He goes, it's embarrassing for the team. And the guy's like Shaq, like uh, he's like I don't give a damn about cars, like I only care about plans like that. He's like, he's like after the game tonight, you come with me tomorrow morning. We're going down to the local uh, fucking whatever GMC it was or whatever. He's like, I guess I'm I'm paying for your down payment. And he goes, he goes Shaq really like showed up and he waited for me outside like with like security. <laughs> he forced me in his car like I was gonna be like taken out on a hit. We went to the local like car dealership, and he goes, "No, he goes, he put down the down payment, and then he just paid off the rest of the car like the next day." He's like, "He's like, Jack is like the nicest man of all time." You're getting this Escalade, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, he he told me he, he said what it was. It was like this brand new truck, and he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, but he wouldn't. <laughs> he said like Shaq went to the, put me in my place. He's like, "You'll get him this truck. It's paid. Don't give him the special rims though. He has to earn those." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was just like so funny. Like it's like, like I love reading all the Shaq shit. Like he's a, such a humanitarian. Like I'm trying whole, to, I'm trying to go through like the 2002 roster big, right now. Big white 
like like uh European dude. If you say his name it begins with an M. Somalia Samake? No, uh, like his last name is, I think his last name is an M. But um you got me. great story. And then the whole thing with Reebok oh, is Oh, Stanislav Medvedenko. Yeah, I think that's him. Yeah. Stanislav Medvedenko. Yeah, Jackson, yeah. you're not driving this minivan in the Staples Center no more. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, he won two championships with the Lakers, well, actually. Huh. Big surprise. But uh, yeah. the other thing with uh, his Reebok deal, two seconds I'll take to tell the story. He uh, goes to a public signing event, and some, like, some like black mother comes up to him and slaps him in the face and says, like, my, my child can't afford your shoes. What's wrong with you? Blah, 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 blah. And he goes, I just reached in my pocket. I had like two thousand dollars in cash on me. I'm like, here you go, ma'am. Just go buy my shoes with this money. And she go, and he go, and she goes. She slapped the money out of my hand. And says, I don't want your goddamn money. I want you to make a shoe that's, that's uh, um, like affordable, affordable for my children. And he goes, I thought about that. I thought about that some more. I went home. I called Reebok and I said, I'm canceling the deal. You can keep the money. I don't want anything. I'll play in your sneakers for the rest of the year. But our deal is done. And he goes, you know. They said, oh, you know, if you change your mind, let me go. He goes, I'm not going to change my mind. He goes, I called my agent. I told him what I did. Agent gave me a couple of cuss words. I hung up on him, too. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, then I called a couple of friends of mine who was shoe, uh, who made shoes. And he goes, I called up them. I said, hey, can you make a shoe for me? And they said, yeah, but did you just sign with Reebok? He goes, nah, it's over. He goes, can you make a shoe for me? And then they said, yeah, they'll make the design. They'll give it, give him like $48. So he goes, in that time, he goes, I knew a couple of people at Walmart. So I called Walmart and said, do you want to sign, sign Shaq to a shoe deal like for affordable shoes? And they said, yeah, sure. And he's like. I've had Shaq shoes in Walmart for like 30 years. No shit. That's how that happened, huh? Like, all, I always knew, I remember like Shaq deal. shoes being at Walmart, but they weren't like good looking or cool because they weren't Nikes. So, like, you were like. Yeah, he didn't give a shit, though. He he cared about that mom who slapped $2,000 out of his hands. Just like, I don't want your money. Just make a, make a shoe affordable for my kids. And he's like, he's like, that that hit him in the heart. I mean, yeah, I've always yeah. loved Shaq. That's crazy. So, also, that's Shaq pretty fucking cool. is crazy fucking rich because of Ring. He was what he. He had oh, Ring. The doorbell? doorbell? Before Ring got popular, Shaq was, like, doing local places. He loved the, I know all about Shaq because I love watching his shit now. <laughs> so he had all these people come out and do security for him, and he has, like, the original Ring guys come out, and they sell him all the techniques, and they say, oh, you have this doorbell. You can see it from your, you know, your phone, your laptop, like a special office, all this stuff. And Shaq's like, no one else does anything like this. And the guy's like, no, we're the first in our market. We want to do this. Before it was called Ring, it was called something else. And he's like... He does all this stuff. He goes, oh, I want you to set up the whole house and put it to my laptop because nobody had cell phones back then when they did it. So I called the guy the next day. He goes, he goes, hey, it's Shaq. I'm going to give you like $10 million. I'm going to be an owner of your business with you now. Like, we're going to be partners. And the guy's like, okay. And he goes, and he goes, I'm going to start doing ads and everything for you like for free because now I'm going to be a partner, blah, blah, blah. No shit. And he goes like 10 years later, he was Amazon boss because I just made a fucking shit of money. Yeah, he's worth like two hundred million dollars <laughs> or something like. No, that. he he got like a crazy buyout from Amazon. Really? Some I thought shit. his net worth was like I thought I saw something about because I remember him saying like remember like his kids were like we're rich. He goes no I'm rich. Yeah I'm rich. <laughs> I'm rich. He goes he goes you get it after I'm dead. Yeah exactly. So but I thought I saw something about like his net worth being like two. I could be comp- uh his, probably more. <laughs> Shaq to his kids we ain't rich I'm rich. Celebrity net worth four hundred million. That makes sense. Yeah, right, that makes crazy. a lot more sense. Imagine Man, good da- for him, dude. Imagine your dad telling you that, like, yeah, dad, come on, we're rich. <laughs> we ain't rich. I'm rich. And like, then you gonna kick me on the streets? He's like, no. You're like, all right, good. I'm he, gonna do what the fuck <laughs> I want. He doesn't. He doesn't have to do anything. Like, he still does like NBA talk shows. He still does. The, uh, goes around and watches the games and he comments does, on like, them. Yeah, he does the uh, like with Kenny and the Jet. And yeah, all that, he doesn't have to do any of that. Him and Chuck the... are the fucking best thing yeah, in the NBA. Chuck, like, yeah. They're almost more entertaining Ooh, than the game after. Barstool was trying to buy both of them to have an NBA show, and I don't think they went with them. 
that was going to be chucking I, Shaq on I definitely appreciate the fact of, of Portnoy trying to make moves like that, though. That's a big ball move. That is big time. I would have 100% too. listened to that thing. I don't care. Trying to, like, just trying to force TNT out of the picture. Like, fuck you. We're fuck. Taking, I want Shaq. No, 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 no. Chuck. No, they could have still done TNT. He just wanted them for a podcast. Hmm. Like, TNT still, was probably going to fleece him for the rights to him. Yeah, though. probably. But yeah. Um, TNT's probably got exclusive ass rights. But, and it's not like Shaq would feel bad for Dave Portnoy. He's like, nah, you got $130 million. You're pretty cool. Yeah, you're almost there. You're almost there, buddy. <laughs> like, but they think of the thing Shaq does. Like, Shaq all of a sudden is like the face of Papa John's for whatever reason. He's like, yeah, selling pizzas. Yeah, by Peyton. He owns like 30 franchises by himself. Really? Yeah. <laughs> by Peyton, by Papa John. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Papa, Papa John is dropping n bombs on fucking live mics. <laughs> he pulled a Biden. He's yeah. like, you stupid son, son of, of a bitch. bitch. Yeah. But he, <laughs> not in those words. Yeah, but he um he openly says he goes, oh, it wasn't Papa John talking like he did. He goes, you don't have a black man at Papa John's, <laughs> no and he makes so many jokes about it. He's like, he's like, thanks, Papa John. He goes, now I'm the face of the company, <laughs> not you. Yeah, for real. I Papa John. I make the best ingredients. Bah, 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 bah. I, like, I like Papa John's. You ever had it? Nah, I'm over Oh, Papa it. John's is fucking great. Dude, nah. The one I in- agree. Domino's just stepped their shit up so much that it's almost like The one on Rockdale went out of business. Dude, not going to lie. The, the Domino's on Rockdale's gone? No, Papa John's. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there was yeah. a Papa John's over yeah, there. Yeah, well, no wonder why. Yeah. There was a Papa John's on Rockdale. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I had Powerafas the other day for like the first time. Oh, but that was a shit location, dude. I'm just saying. For all the locals, if you ever had Powerafas, Powerafas, dude, never had it before. I just had it the other week. You've never had Powerafas? You never had Powerafas? No. What did you think? Fucking bomb, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's bomb as shit. I think yeah. it's it's my it's wife's favorite crunch. pizza. Yeah, huh? Yeah, Bet. it's fucking mad okay. good. If we're gonna talk, I've local, never had it before. For the locals that don't know, if, I've just had it. <laughs> if we're gonna talk uh, local places that have pizza, one of the best places. And if you're listening, hit me up for a sponsorship because I will talk about it every week. Uh, Candleworks, crazy great pizza. Me Carmines? Me Carmines. Carmines. Mm. Fuck. I'm the name. Not yeah. going to get that sponsorship. Wait a, wait a date, uh, yeah, I, 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 will totally, I, will, I will totally plug your shit every week. If you, I, I mean, I can't get your name right, but I will definitely yeah, fucking yeah. sponsor. No, no, I got Wasn't it Carmines at Candleworks? So I got that 50% That was the first credit. one. Then they shut it down again. I think he sold it because everybody walked again? out. Yeah, everybody walked out on the other owner's ass because he's a douche. Oh, I didn't and know then, any um, of this. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I just know that they. every uh, time I've gone there, the food's been incredible. Yeah, uh, they've got the great don't wine selection. Pizza, on this. unbelievable. Try yeah. a pizza. Everything's bomb there. Don't quote me on that. What I just said, but like I said, I think Carmine's when they originally opened up after Candleworks, the owner was a douchebag, and then they shut it down because no everybody walked out, and now it's new ownership and it's okay, bomb good. still. <laughs> yeah, Cole, he really did blow that one. That was a uh, that was. We're gonna give him a mully. Hey, guess Cole. what? Uh, I don't Sean. care. I'm not getting oh. paid. <laughs> True, he's not. You know, I'm he, giving you a shout out for stop free paying pizza. me. I'll stop getting it Sean's right. Like, yeah. I can get your name right. I'll wear a shirt. Money. Yeah. I'll wear a shirt. It'll be right here on the left breast. Yeah. It'll be a huge ad. I'll be eating a slice of pizza every week. We'll bring one of you. Yeah, we'll bring some pizza on the show. You know the rules. We'll just take one bite. That's, yeah. One Get bite. Yeah. And by one bite, I mean stuff the whole thing in my face. We're, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're not, rolls it up. We're definitely not trying to play anybody's style by doing that. No, no. Fuck that. No, no uh, honestly, you know what the best pizza I've had in a long time was, though? Uh, it was at uh, Napoli Pizza in Palm Coast. Shout out to PJ. Oh, word. Uh, how much I'm to deliver a pizza up here? Up here? <laughs> I think Brum knows how to make it. I don't know pizza. if it's it's gonna be something about the Florida water down there, the way they mix the dough. Like it's just so goddamn good. So salt. And then he made like this, like uh he made me this it was like salt and oil. I, I wanna call it a hot pocket, but it was probably like it's a hot pocket. Some sort of like stromboli thing. Calzone. Like Calzoni, yeah. stromboli, I call it a hot pocket. Yeah. But it was a linguisa and cheese. 
Yeah. <sighs> Listen, Sunrise, you got to step, step your fucking yeah, game yeah. up, bro. Yep. This I I ate a yeah. whole. There was a whole one like Direct this. Like there was like four Florida. of them, cut up, and it was just like a little buffet thing. And I was just going around. And I, I ate. I snuffed the whole thing. Hmm. Whole thing. I was just like, and this is after I had a dozen and a half oysters. So this was on my birthday. My birthday was Friday. And so we had like the they had like the rehearsal dinner thing, so PJ obviously he hosted it at his restaurant. And it was nice like chicken marsala, all sorts of nice food, and this stuff. But then they, he you know he owns a pizza place, so he had mad pizzas for everybody, which was great because everybody got to take drunk food home with them. So there was pizzas to go. So you're leaving the rehearsal dinner all shit housed, and you're like, oh no, we're gonna go back to the resort and the hotel and everything's closed. And you're like, take a nice large pizza, and you're like, don't um, mind if I do. Yeah, that's. Then you right. hit the hot tub, you get even more sauced. And you come back up to the room, you throw that shit in the oven, boom, warm it up, 200 degrees. An oven in the room? Yeah, oh yeah, this place was nice. What the? No shit, that's pretty good. It was like long. a full-on suite. It was like I a full suite, a, kitchenette. Like, if I owned yeah. a hotel, I would not give any guests an oven. That is a horrible <laughs> idea. No, they had, they had it in the Fontan Blue. They had, no. if, if you buy the suites and shit, they have like little kitchens. Uh, the hide that we rented was a full-on fucking sick. condo. It was we a made steaks. Apartment. Yeah. We made steaks that night. Yeah. Pat, they do you know, that shit all the time. Yeah. But, so it was nice, but they, these little like stromboli, linguiça, cheese Abby's. roll things, oh my God. Yeah. But around here, low-key, one of my favorite pizzas in this entire area, Knuckleheads. No shit. I haven't had Knuckleheads pizza uh, in like Dude, that pub, yeah. that pub menu cheese pizza, that thing just, dude, it slaps, bro. I don't know why. I, I don't know what they do, how they do it. It's the sauce, the cheese. It just fucking works. You know yeah. what's really funny? I have obviously the show up in front of me with like the volume off, so it gives like the the subtitles. <laughs> it just comes up, Knuckleheads fucking slaps. <laughs> I mean, it's also, just so yes, funny to read. It does. You well, Knuckleheads does fucking slap. I love that place. I love the poutine they got there. That oh, that, that the Aruba plate. Yeah, Aruba plate. Yeah. Oh, it's bomb as shit. It's Fuck like yeah, Guisa, and sausage. Wicked. A full like the prices there are retarded. Like. Yeah, I didn't eat dinner, dude. You for those hit knuckleheads after the show. Fuck. For well, those still Wendy's listening. Wendy's went to Wendy's without me. So. For those Jeez. still listening, I, Popeyes I, is right down the street. Why are you going to Wendy's? Popeyes. You going to Popeyes? Why there's Popeyes around? Yeah. Market basket. Oh, that's down where I live. That's not right down the street. Where you used to Close. live. Used to live. You used to live. Uh, still but, uh, All right, let's we, get back. To we some got Popeyes. really on topic. We got <laughs> yeah. Shaq buying businesses. Popeyes. Yeah. yeah. We went from we went from. God damn it, Durant. The NFL playoffs <laughs> to oh, that was fine. Shaq and pizza, real fast. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Let's get back on topic. All right, so we all came to the same conclusion. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are going to be like that. Uh, they're going to be like that meme with the guy walking with his girlfriend. We was like. Ooh, like yeah, yeah, any yeah. other quarterback. At the, at literally any other quarterback that comes up. Joe Burrow is the fucking truth. Love Joe Burrow. Love Joe Burrow. This kid is. I, I, I'm. I'm happy the Bengals. I hope he turns out for the Bengals what they wanted Carson Palmer to be. Carson Palmer was excellent. He was, but like championships, like AFC championships, playoff, playoff runs, right, like right. you know, Carson Palmer got chemotherapy. You know, three years into his career in the in the divisional round against the Steelers. Bless Excuse me. And uh, whoa, pop my ears on that one. And that Atomic was it. That was, though. and he was never really, never really the same after that. And that was unfortunate because Carson Palmer was an immensely talented quarterback, probably the best one to come out of USC. Mm. And we never got to really f- see him fulfill his potential. We saw what he could do. 
I mean, they, they have the wide receiver talent. I mean, you had Chad Ochocinco and TJ Hushmanzada. TJ Hushmanzada. Now, now you have three guys with him. Actually, you have a running back, too. You was have AJ Mixon. Green a rookie there when they had him? No. No, no, no AJ no. Green was, was long, long gone. gone. Um, he was long gone by AJ Green. But now you have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, right, right. Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. That's a great offense. Bitch fixing Joe Mixon, yeah, baby. Yeah, bitch fixing. So we'll see. They're going to have to pay some people and just get some pretty creative with the cap. Hopefully their GM doesn't suck and they keep that train rolling because <laughs> – that would blow, but uh, let's get to the second game on Saturday night, which was the, I would say, without a doubt, the biggest upset. Bigger than the the, the Bengals over the Titans. Big time. Bigger than the Rams over the Bucks. Uh, the Niners-Packers game, man. I mean, this game was just, I mean, just what the fuck? What the fuck happened? The Packers take the ball, what, 78 yards or 75 yards in their opening, opening drive. drive. Seven points, and I'm sitting there going, "Dover, this is it. Here we go. Yep. This is it. Aaron Rodgers is going to roll the Niners. They're going to the NFC Championship game. Let's hope the Rams can pull it off tomorrow." And that was it. And I'm just sitting here going, and I'm watching drive after drive. The Packers just getting knocked around. You know, if Devontae Adams wasn't open, nobody was. There was Not like close. There was right. there was nobody. And we'll speak to the, you know, Brian Guntkunst, the Packers GM, and his shortcomings and why they were all highlighted again when it matters the most. Uh Aaron, first of all, let's get this out of the way. Aaron Rodgers did not play his best game. Okay? He played poor. Aaron Rodgers played arguably one of the worst games I've ever seen him play. Period. That's on like, Saturday night. That's like average for his playoff games now, sadly. Like, if you look at all of his playoff games, no, 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 he, no. There he does are, not do well. No, there have been times where Aaron Rodgers has absolutely ripped it up and sure. just things, Arizona in, in 2009. Sure, there are examples, but uh, he, you know, he, he has a lot of duds in the playoffs. But statistically... At least four of them now. <laughs> statistically, maybe, but not really. But there are games where they get truck-sticked. Like you go back to the Niners, uh, the Niners Packers NFC Championship two, two, well, three years ago now. Mm-hmm. The Packers were never even in that game. The no. Niners were just smashing the Packers, running the ball down their throat. The Packers never got off, never got off their feet. Last year in the NFC Championship, A. Rod didn't play great, but neither, neither did anybody else. Like nobody played good. It was just like kind of one of those games where you just like, da, like whatever. And then obviously that was marred by the shitty coaching decisions. And you know, piss poor play down the down the down the stretch. So, before anybody accuses me of being an A Rod apologist because he's probably coming to Denver, I'm just gonna get out in front of it and say he did not play well. He Facts. did not play well last that on, on Saturday night, and there's no there's no denying that. However, however, if you had told me the Packers were gonna hold the Niners. To six points offensively, two field goals. I would sit here and go, okay. That's a blowout. Yep. The Packers are going to the NFC Championship game. I don't see any other possibility here. I literally cannot fathom a conjure-based scenario where the Packers hold the Niners to six offensive points and don't advance to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, it's it was and the game was super boring after that first drive until the a common theme will be tonight's show, the very end of the game where all shit breaks loose and it becomes a, a, a brawl for all. 
Yeah, I, honestly, I just look back at that game and I still can't fathom how the fuck that punt was blocked so fucking high. You know what I mean? I Dude, was just the, like, all right, first of all, I like gave him plenty of time to so look for it, find it, and scoop it. That was a different maker. The special, maker. The, I was special like, the special team safety the guy. Fucking- the guy who's like usually it's a fullback, linebacker, a big yeah. bulky dude. It's a little bit quicker. The guy that's the last line of defense protecting the punter gave. He was like this. He was like, eh. he pushed him like that, and the guy was right there. Like he gave him like no effort yeah. to stop him. That fucking ball went out of the frame. The TV. <laughs> Joey Pads Radio, row one, seat one. Still can't. Still can't hear anything you're saying. But just screaming going on. That's it? That's your whole call? <laughs> I know. That's so the, weak. That's it? The fuck, fuck the Broncos? I say that's that every day to him. What we're the not hell? Even, we're not even talking about it. Damn, this is this was bad. Wow, that was a F-minus troll call. <laughs> oh, my God. I tell him to his face the fucking Broncos suck and Peyton Manning's an asshole. Like, I know. <laughs> oh, shit. That's oh, funny. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you don't recognize good talent when you see it. Sorry. Who's having the seizure in the background? <laughs> I don't know. He was probably getting, he was probably his girlfriend raping around on all fours. Jesus, man! Oh shit! It's not going that far. Stop dating hogs. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was fucking. So, anyway. Anyway, back to the Packers. <laughs> Gotta do better. Come uh, on. I, that I know. Seriously, come on. Jesus Step your Christ. fucking game up. God damn it, dude. Uh, have I taught you nothing in my whatever however many years yeah, on Facebook? There's, there's, there's so many things you can attack. God, Jesus Christ. I mean, like, I call into political talks. I hate talks Broncos. Right? Okay. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, I hate oh. James Harden. Fucking calling the shows. Yeah, and even when you do, like, I call into like local political shows and like Loser. drop in like the bell curve and yeah. you know like and I'll, don't worry guys, I'll be listening. Uh, for, you know, row one seat one, and they're like, okay, okay, bye, bye. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? And then I get texts from the host, and they're like, nice, nice, nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, the Packers fucked up. The Packers fucked this thing up. The Packers special teams has been horrible. All fucking year. So this was really no surprise that they would fuck up. It was just very unfortunate that they fucked up as much as they did in the game that they did. Mm -hmm. So the blocked punt, obviously, the game's over. They get that punt away clean, the game's over. Sure. Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't move the fucking ball. Eli Mitchell was nowhere to be found. Debo Samuel was banged up and hurt. The Niners were on the ropes. They had nothing. And then you give up a blocked punt for the game-tying score. And you let them go in and tie the game in your own building. And you could just feel that building, the air just come out of it. And they're going, oh, no, this isn't happening again, is it? Are we really doing this with the Niners again? And then, yeah, they did. And this is after you sat there go watching Jimmy Garoppolo play and you're like struggle. And you're like, "Ooh, Jimmy, what are you doing? Jimmy, why are you throwing that there? Jimmy, why are you doing that? Jimmy, what the fuck?" And we're sitting there watching going like and the Packers were just like they were like a cunt hair off a couple of times from ending that game on defense, which apparently they had to because the offense was nowhere to be found. Now, let's give the Niners defense credit. Okay, that, they probably have the best trio of linebackers in the NFL and probably the best trio of linebackers I've seen in probably 15 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to go back to, like, Baltimore, like Denver, when they had, like, Al Wilson, Ian Gold, DJ Williams. Like, that trio good. 
Uh, that defense for the Niners is nasty. And there's one thing that always proves true in the NFL playoffs. If you can get pressure on a quarterback with your front four and you don't have to bring extra guys, you get consistent pressure with those four guys, you're going to fucking win. Look at all the Giants teams that have beat the Patriots ever. You're going to win every time. It never fails. And that's exactly what we saw on Saturday night. Now, obviously, we expect Aaron Rodgers to be better. Mm. You know, it was what, like uh, like, like 223 yards? You know, like One interception? 20 of 34. No, I don't even think he turned it over. No? Okay. It just didn't. It was just the offense was just ineffective. But if, if they couldn't run, they couldn't throw. The only guy that ever got open was Devontae Adams. And maybe, you know, and maybe I'm just saying maybe, just maybe, if the Packers didn't spend first-round picks on Aaron Rodgers' eventual replacement, you know, who three years hate. ago, who they now loathe and maybe, you know, took, I don't know, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, you know, I don't know, anybody. I'm, I'm just using recent names. Obviously, yes, yes, those guys yes, weren't yes. in the Jordan Love draft. I know that. Please don't start calling me, texting me, telling me, no, Jordan Jefferson wasn't drafted the same year as Jordan Love. I know that. I'm just saying, maybe they drafted a skill position player. Somebody other than Devontae Adams to get open. Maybe Jordy Nelson's replacement. Maybe a running back. I don't know. A right tackle might help once in a while. Anything. I don't know. Anything. Just spend the first-round pick on a fucking skill position player. But no, you want to go and spend the first-round pick on Aaron Rodgers' replacement Mm -hmm. five to eight years before he's ready to retire. Blood's on your hands, Goonst. This one's on you, buddy. And that whole game, I just was just so bored. Like, everybody was. You watched, anybody that watches that game, and you'll see a few people say, oh, the snow hindered the Packers. No, they didn't. no, it didn't. That was the lightest snow. Yeah, it was, that a, was, a, it was that a very made-for-a-fun game, I thought. It <laughs> was. You know, you, know what that, you know what that game reminded me of? It reminded me of the 2002 playoff game in Lambeau when Michael Vick went in and, and beat the Packers, the first Packers home loss in playoff history in 02 to Michael Vick. It was that same kind of, like, light, Yeah, but that was, like, unstoppable snow. Michael Vick. That was rookie Michael Vick. Yeah, that was unstoppable Michael Vick, the one that well, was like... but he couldn't throw. He could just run. That but, was the whole thing. But, yeah, but they went in there and they beat the Packers and, and, you know, for the first time, and the Packers lost a home playoff game for the first time ever. It was that same kind of, like, cold, light snow yep. where it just, like, lightly coated everything and yep. Michael Vick just danced around and made everybody look stupid. Yeah. And it was just one of those things. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo did not do any of that. Jimmy Garoppolo looked like crap. The fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is playing in an NFC Championship next week is offensive to me. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm so pissed. Like, Fuck. this is this should be granted. He's gonna win too. I think I think the Rams have lost what six straight to the to the Niners. Something oh, like that. Boy. It's a coaching thing. It's, I it's hate Shanahan's got McVay's number right Shanahan now. Shanahan was McVay's boss in Washington. Very true. The Mike Shanahan tree is doing very well. The Mike the Shanahan tree is killing it. Uh, imagine being Washington, being like, we had all of the best young coaches in the league on one team, and we let all of them leave for I no know. reason. I know. Isn't so, that crazy? The one play, though, that's, that's, uh, that that epitomized or summed up this game for Green Bay. The Washington Commandos, by the way. Is that Commanders. What? Commanders, I told isn't you. Isn't that? No, isn't that Cleveland? No. Cleveland, oh, no, they're the, the Guardians. Guardians. Yeah. It, it got leaked that it's Commanders or Commandos or something like that. When are they announcing it? Like next week? Who cares? Like like the second week of February. Hold on, I'm sorry. I'm I mean, sorry. seriously, keep I, I, I honestly, who who gives a shit? It's uh, we'll get to the call. Sorry. The one play though that summed this whole thing up. The game-winning field goal, it the Niners commanders. kicked. The Packers had ten guys on the field to block it. Oh right. 
Joey Fast Radio, roll one, see one. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sakes. I like how I like how we went right to an ape. <laughs> yeah. All right, that was a little bit better. I'm not gonna lie, yeah, it made me laugh. But hey, nah. put your man on the phone. He, he's yeah. probably trying to talk about sports or something. So uh, that was, but they had they had ten guys. They had ten guys on the field to try to block that thing. Like the Packers couldn't even fucking get that right. He went to a monkey. <laughs> he went. I know, he went to a monkey. Right? I love it. That was that was better. I liked it. Was it though? To me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he really came up as a chimp. <laughs> That's still funny. <laughs> I just feel like I, I feel like you're trying to bait me. Uh, I'm not yes, the, the, the trainer. Yeah, but uh, that was just it was it was piss poor effort on on Aaron Rodgers' part. It was piss God. poor effort on the Packers' part. But there's no way in fucking hell that Jimmy Garoppolo and the goddamn fucking 49ers. What did Garoppolo complete? Ten passes in this game for like 120 yards. Yeah, I, like like this is there's no way in fucking hell that they should be in this game. No, and it's. Their offense was so bad that Shanahan weeks ago was basically like, all right, Debo, you're the number one wide receiver, and you're the number one running back. I need you to the whole offense to just go through you. <laughs> and he's like, God damn, coach, I'm, I'm young. Yeah. I shouldn't be taking this kind of beating. <laughs> but game ends. Aaron Rodgers does not look that upset. It's just like gets up, shakes hands, takes up, shit, takes off. I'm sorry, that's the end of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. So that was, my, that was my follow-up here to end that kind of put a bow on this Packers-Niners conversation. This all but guarantees A-Rod is, is gone. He's not. He's done in Green Bay, right? And he Devontae. Didn't, he didn't seem too pissed off about fucking losing. Nope. I got to agree with Sean on that. He, he just kind of was just like, yep, hands in the pockets of the jacket with his smug little look like, all right, later, peace out, I'm fucking out of here. He was more interested in talking about how people didn't like him because of his vaccination status. That was, like, all he talked about. He's like, oh, people don't like me because of my vaccination status. Yeah. And everyone was just like, you're out of the playoffs. He's like, yeah, whatever. He's like, I'll play next year. He's like, but, but the vaccination status is what bothered. Like, that was on his mind forefront. Well, I think it bothered him because, I mean, especially, too, because you see, like, the idiot people, like, the idiot memes. Like, you know, you've got all, like, these, like, like Vikings and Lions fans and Bear, especially Bears fans. Bears fans would take him in a second. And they're like, and they're like, Pittsburgh. It's, the second, it's the second time this year A-Rod hasn't had a shot. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, like, cool. Like, yeah, that's will fucking you funny. you the playoffs? Yeah, like, <laughs> when was the last time you were relevant? Sorry, Dude, like, Erlacher? If, Never mind. 85? If... <laughs> If Rodgers took a visit to Chicago, the fans would be out there, we've always loved you forever. Oh, of course. You, you, own, you own us for sure. You own yeah. us. Please, just put the butt plug in a little tighter. Yeah, no, like, they'd be all over it. Uh, of course they would. So, you know, you get, like, the, you know, the memes. It's like, oh, yeah, the Aaron Rodgers. And, like, I love how people are, like, still, like, because you have, like, all the anti, like, all the, the, uh, the like, the, the COVID retards and, like, the, the, the pro-vax retards that are, like, they're, like, yeah, all sitting there smuggling. Yeah. Good. He lost. Hmm. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, yeah. And they're like, well, that's what he gets for lying. And it's like, well, he didn't actually lie to anybody. Um, he lied to the media, who, who, who doesn't matter. Who cares? Um, but we've covered this. Like, yes. but yeah, he. The only people that he lied to, he didn't lie to the NFL. NFL didn't care. He didn't lie to the Packers. He didn't lie to his coaches. He didn't lie to his teammates. The only people he lied to were the same people that we were just shitting on an hour ago. Who voted for David Ortiz to be in the Hall of Fame, but not Barry Bonds, right? Or vice versa. Yeah. So <laughs> those Barry are the people. Those are the people that he lied to. Okay, he lied to the uh, to the uh, the Jim Acostas of the world, who they you know, and the the oh god, oh he he lied to Florio. He lied to Florio. Dude, Florio a takes it really personal. Well, My Florio god. because Florio is a he's a he's an activist. He is not Jesus. a sports reporter not anymore. 
Dude. Well, also, yes. Uh, but he is an activist. That's the thing. So, you know, everybody, they got their little kicks in, their little jolly. They're like, it, oh, they're all stoked because Aaron Rodgers lost. And it depends. That's what you get, you anti-sciencer. Ha, 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 ha. You can get to him quick. Now, he's quick to block people now on uh, the PFT account. Who, Florio? Yeah. I've been trying to get blocked by him. I mean, maybe I'm not important you gotta, enough. No, but... you got you to catch it on the on the right time. Like, if you have an opinion that he doesn't like and it gets a lot of likes and retweets, you're done. He's like, oh, hell no. Like, if you get, like, ten likes, he's like, whatever. You know, nothing to me. But if you got a lot of people agreeing with you, you're banned from that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. Just, just tweet at him and be like, hey, Mike Florio, AK-47s are cool. He's going to be, like, blocked. <laughs> done. Or, hey, Mike Florio, the Second Amendment is God-given right. He's like, I'm gonna kill your whole family. <laughs> you, he's one of those. He's one of those. Uh, those like 54 percent of people that voted in that Rasmussen poll that were like, if you're if you don't get your children vaccinated, then you should have them taken away and be put into like internment uh, camps. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like, yeah, like Australia doesn't do it hardcore enough for us. Like you gotta, you gotta <laughs> we gotta step it up. Yeah, a notch. Turn the notch. Yeah, turn up. Whatever. That's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. But uh, but yeah, the Niners and the Bucks. But give props to the Niners though. That defense for the Niners is fucking insane. If they can get a pulse on offense, good God, man. That trio of linebackers that they have, their names escape me at the moment. Uh, was, what, 49ers? Fred yeah. Warner? Warner. was Warner. Uh, oh, God damn it. I was. I just had him on the tip of my tongue. I, I know Fred Warner's like the main guy. That's all yeah. I care about. Yeah, I don't know. Fred Warner's nasty, and then you have... Uh, let me, I'll look it up because now it's going to piss me the fuck off. I didn't, I didn't know George Kittle's wife was, was gorgeous. I had no clue. Yo, yeah. I mean, you could probably just assume... I, well, I saw this thing the other day on uh, like Facebook. It was just like these twenty-five NFL players' wives are the hottest things out. And I was like, and that I'm, that, a, I'm not gonna lie, Colpo chick shows up like two or three times. <laughs> yeah, she dates a lot of players. That's bad. I was like, oh, Christian McCaffrey, I find Danny Amendola. I think there was one. Oh, Greenlaw and uh, Al Shayer. That was the other two. Oh, okay, Al Greenlaw. Yeah. I find those lists like so cringy. Like the yeah, guy, yeah. the guys that write those. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, Al, Sh- uh, Al Shayer. As he is Al Shayer, he's using uh, FAU guy. It's Florida. Season sorry, the comedian. Aziz wow, he's no, no, no. He was a Florida Atlantic guy. That's why I remember that. He was fucking nasty, and he's just he's completely blossoming into his own. They got the best trio of linebackers in the league. It's unbelievable. The Niners' defense is stacked. Dude, Shanahan. They're gonna give the Ni- They're gonna give the Rams problems. I mean, the Rams have lost to him six, seven or six or seven straight times now. Like this is no. This is not like a. Uh, I'm telling you, Shanahan. Ho, 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 like this funny is thing. In Shanahan's a great coach. L.A. LA right. So and the next young. two games could be in L.A. If the Rams win the Super Bowl, they'll become the second consecutive team to win the Super Bowl in their home team. I didn't think about stadium. that. That is so annoying. Yeah, the next two games could be, yeah, they'll be back-to-back, too. And, of course, the worst place is uh, it's L.A., where the fans are just like, Pfft. where the, the L.A. stadium had to tweet out to its fans, please stop selling your tickets. We want a home field advantage. Tweet out two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> 90% of the population of L.A. doesn't really probably, no. like, even live there. They just, like, you know what I mean? They or they can't afford to go to the games anyway. No. No, they don't so care. So let's get on to the uh, – let's let's move it along here. Let's get on to – what the hell's going on here? Rams and books. Everything is fro- – okay, there it goes. Thomas uh, Everything was, like, frozen on my end. I was like, <laughs> what the hell is this? Um so let's get uh, let's move on. Speaking of LA, let's get on to the LA Bucks game and let's get to the last two games of the week here because, dude, LA, can we like right the, the halftime? I get another very boring game. The whole Bucks offense for the beginning half of this game sucked. They went to halftime. What was it twenty seven to three? Not to make the joke, was it not? Yeah, twenty seven three. Twenty seven three. Yeah, everyone's yeah. like, bah, ha, ha, the Buccaneers. <laughs> I know they're gonna come back. 
And then ev- the whole joke, and everyone's <laughs> like, well, it's easier than 28th Street. Sick of seeing that. First of all, that's a, that's a Patriots <laughs> thing. Get the fuck out of here, you secondhand assholes. Yeah. Like, I'm so tired of, like, the USAA Gronk commercials and Tom Brady talking about FTC. Like, dude, I'm so sick of Brady. That's why I'm so happy. I, if he retires, I'm so happy. Please retire. So let's get into the Rams and the Bucks and the game that ultimately will send Tom Brady to retirement because, uh, Sean, I think you and I are both in agreement. Mm. This is it for Brady. I said it I said it before the season started. I said I sneaky had a hunch that this was his last year. Yeah, we you talked about so? it in, like, August. We did. I disagreed with you, but now I guess – but all the posts – I don't think it's of, – I think No, it's, but he's but he never did what he did today. Today he came out and he put a picture of the stadium. He's like, oh, I don't want to talk about the future. I'm just all about gratitude. The last time this fucking guy did that, I was sitting at home from surgery because I couldn't walk. Brady's like, I love New England. I'm like, <laughs> I, was like I was like, he's leaving. I was like, I can't even stand up to be upset. Do you think he's going to, you know, just hang it up? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I, I think do. he's coming back one more time. Dude. Giselle has been telling him for years. He's played too, he played too damn good. Why would he hang it up? He said, I'll play when I... He said, I'll retire when I suck. Paul, he I'm, didn't Paul, I'm suck. Outside, outside of two throws, did he really play that good, though? No, I mean, his numbers look great. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, his numbers look fucking Paul, solid. That's what I mean, though. Oh, by great, the way, uh, Brady sorry. Brady continued the streak. 0-53 uh, now. Uh, players that lead the league in passing uh, in Super Bowl wins. That sucks. Oh, oh, oh. That sucks. Paul, great question. Um, Brady wants to avoid a possible rebuild. They're going to get shredded in free agency, losing a ton of players because a lot yeah. of players signed a one-year deal. Right. That's why I said I, I sneaky said this was his last year because when they got AB to come back on a one-year deal, Leonard Wet Godwin, they get all these guys. Is Evans drunk. still there for a couple more. Or? Evans is fine. Godwin's Evans is gone. there for a while, but Godwin's a free agent. Fournette. Fournette. Fournette will be gone. Gronk, Gronk has an option. Yeah. Gronk can be done. But, but Gronk, Gronk is now expressed in, expressed interest in staying beyond Brady B. I know. Right? Bullshit. I Which, 100% bullshit. Gronk is the most ass... Like, he is the biggest ass-sucking Brady fan of all time. He's just making his bed before he gets there just in case. He's Brady's puppy. <laughs> he literally is like a child. Brady's like, hey, show up for work tomorrow. He's like, fuck. All right, I'll be there. <laughs> and Brady's like, Brady's like, hey, I just quit. He's like, me too? He's like, it's unbelievable. Shit, no like, wow, that's great. Yo, you quit too? Shit, yeah. me too. That's what I mean. He's just saying, he's like, yeah, 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 I'm going to stay, guys. I'm going to stay, guys. Yo, Brady, you want to tell me what the fuck's going on so I can let him know? Like, yeah, hey, I'm coming back. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just not giving it up yet. He's just making his bed. Yeah, of course I'm coming back. <clears throat> Until Brady uh, says what he's going to do. And then uh, like, fucking gone. Like, like when, Brady, <laughs> when Brady retires and come, comes back, I'm going to be a total Brady pussy all over again. Gronk, no, I'm not so forgiving. Gronk was like, oh, my fucking legs are hurt and all these things are hurt. I can retire. And he like I'm fake retired. Yeah. And then he leaves New England and he's like, all right, I'm coming back. It's like, kiss my ass, man. That the was bullshit. Weather, man. He needed it for his joints. Yeah, he needed it for his joints. That's I what don't it know, was. That, that pissed me off. But So this game on Sunday, typical. Wave I mean, of emotions. This game went this. So I picked the I picked the Rams 41-17 in this I, game. I picked the Bucks straight out. I picked the Rams 41-17. Uh, and for the first three, you know, three quarters of the first half, Nailed I'd it. say I was looking like I was on fucking fire. It was about to be twenty-seven to three going into the halftime when Cam Akers gets upended and flipped on his little lid and just lets the ball go like a goddamn bitch. <laughs> Dude, Cam Akers. 
coming back from a complete ACL tear like six months bitch. ago. Crazy. Yeah, well, could you not fumble the fucking ball? The, the one, please? The ACL's got nothing to do with his form. No, no, no. Yeah, the Achilles. Seriously. <laughs> Even worse. Cool, you came back. I'm kidding. He's not really a bitch. But still, fuck, bro. What the fuck? And that started the onslaught of like, yeah. oh, here comes the... Typical Brady luck. Here it comes. It doesn't matter what you do. I texted you that. I was like, it comes the 14-point comeback because yes, they yep. were down by 14. And what do you know? And we were sitting there, and I'm like, son of He's a bitch. Consistent. I wasn't supposed to be fucking right about this. He's so, consistent. Yeah. It dude, always happens. He, he he kills it with that Brady, shit. I don't know what. He, he can be as good as you want to believe he is. God damn. But he has, he is like, he has like some like. Me. Tim Tebow-esque bullshit that follows him around. He, no, he's like, like Ray Lewis. That man has a horseshoe firmly inserted into his ass. Because on his chest. you get so you get Cam Akers a fumble at the one-yard line going in with, you know, in the last 30. After he throws a pick, by the way. Gets knocked out. Throws a pick. Gets, you know, he gets bloodied up. Bloody, yeah. We'll get to the fucking Sean Hockley shit in a second. That fucking loser. And... He gets, you know, he throws the pick. Cam Akers going in. Boop, ball comes out. Bucks recover it. Okay, 20 to 3. You're still thinking like, all right, 20 to 3 of the half. That sucks. Should be 27. And I'm sitting there thinking like, mm, two touchdowns in the second half. That put him at 41. You know, Brady throws a couple of garbage time touchdowns. 41-17. I nail the score. I'm looking pretty fucking good, right? Wrong. Wrong. So the first half, let's let's touch on the first half real quick because this first half was one of the most asinine things I've ever seen. This is thankfully, thankfully, this is the only time that we had to speak about the officiating all four games. This weekend, yes. The officiating played little to no part in any game this weekend. With the exception of the three calls in the first quarter against the Bucks for unsportsmanlike conduct. Weird. So, Indomitian Sue sacks Matthew Stafford or drags him down. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up. You can read his lips. Pointing in his face, telling him he's going to fuck him up. Boop. Flag comes out, taunting. And yes. you're like, Sue's like, and then you hear it over the microphone. Yeah. Did, did, you, did you see him kick me? And you're like. And then you watch the replay, and you're like, "I don't, I don't know if he knows what a kick is." No, he doesn't. He just put his legs up, and his legs like, like, yeah, vaulted. He was him. Just like protecting himself. Yeah, like, it wasn't a big deal. Like, don't fall on my balls, asshole. You're a big man. Like, yeah, right. Watch the balls. We're teammates. We used to be teammates for years. Yeah, like, right, right. So typical Sue. So he gets in his face. I still thought it was a weak ass fucking call. It was. And I was just like, oh god damn it. Then I realized it was at that moment I realized Sean Hockley was the head of official because, again, I'm at the wedding. So I've got the game on my phone, but it's also cocktail hour. So I'm grabbing my Sauvignon Blanc. I'm having my steak tartare. You know, my scallops wrapped in bacon. Socializing. I'm seeing people, talking to people. Meanwhile, I'm huddled around with, like, Craigles and Boza and Nizzy Nate. And we're huddled around, the, the you know, this one table. And we're all watching the game on my phone. And people are popping in, checking the score. Like, oh, what's going on? And I'm like, well, you know, they're like, yeah, you're really watching this game, like, you know, at, at a wedding? And I'm like, well, it's for work. What do you want from me? <laughs> it gets better. So we're so we're sitting there and we'll watch it. Brady gets the bloody lip. And he gets in Sean Hockley's face. Because he's asking for the helmet to helmet 
hit uh, call on Vaughn Miller. Right. Which bloodied his lip, which is when I posted the meme, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah. And I was like, ah, sweet. Like, this is perfect for this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, not that Vaughn Miller hasn't killed Tom Brady many, many times cool. in the past. You know, he's kind of made a career out of it. You know, it's kind of his crowning achievement. They were busting uh, each other's balls about it like a, like a quarter later. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, you know, but Brady gets in Sean Hoggley's face. On a like a seven yard pass to Mike Evans, he hits Mike Evans for like on first down. It's gonna be second and three. Oh, here comes the flag. Sean Hoggley taunting. I'm like, bruh, you can't just use taunting as like a blanket call for everything. <laughs> he taunted me. He's like, I'm like, you can't taunt an official. That's not a thing. Taunting is what Tyreek Hill did on his way into the end zone when he was like, deuces. That's taunting. The rule was created for Tyreek Hill. Yes. And, and, and uh, not Winston. Winfield. Winfield, thank Winfield. you. Winfield. <laughs> see you later, bitch, which is the only time I've ever been happy that Brady won a Super Bowl because I got to see Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes cry their asses off the field. <laughs> he goes up to his face. He's like, for my father. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I never played your dad, you dick. <laughs> like, Dude, he's like, I don't even know your dad. What the fuck? Like, I was a huge fan. Of fuck you. You beat kids, you loser. Yeah. So anyway, he, I'm like, I'm watching it. So Brady gets the flag thrown on him. And I'm sitting here, and I'm going, did this dude really just throw a flag on Tom Brady for asking for a helmet-to-helmet call in an NFC Divisional playoff game where the Bucks are pretty firmly on the ropes at this point? Like, yep. you know, the Rams were it, – it didn't look like the scoreboard wasn't bad yet. But you already kind of had that feeling in your pit, in the pit of your stomach if you were a Bucks fan, like, oh no, this is this could get out of hand real quick. And I mean, not to defend Brady because a lot of times he barely gets hit and gets flags, but the crown of Vaughn's helmet did hit him in the face and bust his lip. It did. So it made sense that he was asking for that helmet call, and then Sean was like, "Don't you ever talk to me like that again?" But like, <laughs> so there was one part of me that because I hate Sean Hockley from that Thanksgiving Day debacle with the Raiders and the Cowboys where I had to see him on my TV, like, more than the players. But part of me was also like, huh, he finally put Brady, someone finally put Brady in his place. Yeah, but he sucks, too. He fucking whines and cries and complains about everything. Some guy, like, remember Terrell Suggs in, what, 2009? Doesn't even come close to him. Brady's like, oh, where's the flag? And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit, sorry, Tom. There you go. Sorry, let me get, sorry, Tommy, please, please, don't be mad at me. Tom please. Priest. Tom Priest, don't be mad. And so I'm like, I'm like, part of me wanted to be happy about this, but then I'm like, no, no. fuck this guy. Like, no, come on, man. This is the NFC divisional round. Like, this isn't week five. This isn't week three where you're like trying to set the precedent for the whole year. And this rule is stupid as fuck. And you called it wrong. You can't taunt an official. You can call on sportsmen like conduct for, you know, berating an official or contacting an official, but they can pretty much say whatever the hell they want to, and there's nothing you can do about it. This guy took it, like, way over the top. <laughs> way over the top. And top that, that was real fucking bullshit. <laughs> then they called Levante David for another one oh for taking his God. helmet off and slamming it down. He was pissed. Which was just, I mean, come on, man. Like, what the fuck? So you, you flag Sue, David, and Brady in the first quarter alone. Right. For three no, taunting uh, or unsportsmanlike penalty, unsportsmanlike conduct. No, the taunt was in the third quarter, I think. No, that was in the first quarter. Was it? They were I all, thought, I'm pretty I sure it was later all. I'm pretty sure all. They were definitely on the first half. All right. If not the first quarter, uh, that was to me one of the worst things I've ever seen. Thankfully, after that, 
it calmed down. And they kind of just let him play. Dude, that fourth quarter was wild. It, I, it was it just built, and I, was, so I can't believe it. The this. fourth quarter was absolutely fucking insane. And the reason why it was fucking insane, it was, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, so I'm watching this game, right? And I'm sitting there, and the, you know, the starts of the Cam Akers fumble right on the one before the half. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, you know it. You can feel it, are, and you're hot. And the Rams are getting the ball back to start the second quarter. Like, this could have been, this could have been fucking 34 to 3 in a in like six minutes. And you're like, fuck Cam Akers. Like, God damn it, you just screwed us. So then we got to go outside to the reception, right? So we, I missed a little bit of the beginning of the third quarter because we're actually at the thing. And we're sitting on this oceanfront golf course, right? And there's a hole running right behind, like, where, like, the ceremony is taking place. And I'm sitting there going, oh, man, I'm so glad I'm not teeing off right now because I would definitely slice it into this wedding. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, 100% chance I'm fucking slicing it into the wedding. So we're sitting here, and I'm, look, I'm like, all right, fuck. I'm, like, still looking at the scores. I'm like, all right, you know, 23, 23-3. Blah, 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 whatever we go so we get back inside so then we get inside we're sitting at the tables we find the tables i got the phone going and it's me and craigles and bose is sitting at the main table he and mark and they keep coming over and checking and shit like that all of a sudden it's just like oh cooper cup deep in route oh he's gonna take it for 40 up ball comes out and you're like cooper please i'm like <laughs> really cooper <laughs> now now is when you decide to do this. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Patience, I, patience, young I, I, So now I'm sitting here and I'm starting to fume, and everybody's laughing. They're like, "Oh, here we go, like typical Brady game." Oh, mm-hmm. oh, 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 here he comes! Don't call it a comeback. I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." Four lost fumbles. Four, four fumbles for the Rams. Kim Mick has dropped it again too. He so, barely got hit, just dropped it. Yeah. Well. Then you get to the most mind-boggling one. Vaughn Miller gets the strip sack on Tom Brady, right on cue. Mm. And you're like, oh, okay, here we go. This is it. Now the, now the Rams are going to put it away. Wrong. Wrong! Just goes fucking all Manny Ramirez, Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl, just fucking snaps it over his fucking head. Jason Pierre-Paul's like, thank you, I'll take that back. The guy with and they no get fingers. better field position because of it. I'm like, how does this happen to this guy? How does he, every goddamn time, he's not even on the field, and just people are just like, what's a football? How do I do this game? Yeah. And it just, everything fucking breaks this fucking asshole's way. Listen, I, I know you were at the wedding, you started on a small screen, but I was watching my living room, and you just, they show the replay of Von Miller. I'm not Von Miller, I'm sorry, JPP. And you see him go for the ball, and he's like, there's like, like four <laughs> fingers, grab the ball with both yeah. hands. And it's hard not to laugh. And then they show right to the center's face, and the center's like this. He's like, he looks at the guard, and he points at the guard like it was him. <laughs> like, he's trying to blame the guard in real time. Like, you, like, because you know how the guards, like, slap each other? Yeah. Like, he tried to put the, like, he looked at um Stafford. Stafford, he was like, him, he slapped me. Like, he thought it was the go. So, and it was just funny, because all the guys were like, I don't know what happened. And Brady's like, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. So, then, so I'm sitting there. So now I'm at, the, I'm at like the first table, like the wedding table is like right behind me. I got my back to it. So like, they're just like, so now it's like the fourth quarter. The Bucks get the ball back after the second Cam Akers fumble. So we're watching it, right? So we're sitting there and I'm watching it and we got it on the phone and it's like propped up on like a wine glass or something. And we're watching the game and I just see a text from Paul and he just says, wow, dot, 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 dot. And I look at Craigles and I go, oh, that's not good. 
15 seconds later, they hand the ball off to Cam Akers, and oh, the ball's out! And we're like, no! I know. I couldn't believe it. I was it. like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, how does this fucking always happen? And then, of course, playoff Lenny shows up, runs it in, fourth and one. They get it down, you know, fourth and goal, or fourth, yeah, it was like fourth and one from like the seven. And you're like, holy shit. Like, and they marked it short, which I thought that was a first down, by the way, to Gronk. I thought that was. Yeah, I, I think thought it they, was. I thought they it fucked was. that spot up. Uh, and they get it. Obviously, Fournette takes it in where he got a tie fucking game. And Craigles. How many seconds were left in the game at that point? Like 25? Like 52, I think. Yeah. Oh, that Almost much? A minute. Almost a minute. Craigles looks at me and he goes, I don't know. He goes, 48 seconds. Where he goes, it's kind of a lot of time. And they had timeouts. Shout out to Craigles because Craig called it. He was just like, I don't know, bro. That's kind of a lot of time. And I'm like. No, they didn't. I think they only had one timeout or, no, or none at that point. That's Rams went all Johnny Tran with it. Too soon, Junior. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're sitting there. We're like, oh, shit. And then and then this happens. I mean, is this is this not the most – if this doesn't define Matt, if, this, if the Rams win the Super Bowl, this will forever be in Matt Stafford's legacy. He does get out. Stafford, deep downfield. He's got cup again. 22 seconds left. Matt Stafford, I mean, just That's look at this. Four, first and 10, 26 seconds on the clock. Tie game. Matt again. Stafford just takes the fucking top off. He goes right at it. Drops an absolute fucking dime. Now, keep in mind, this is all taking place during Mark's best man speech. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> this happens, right? You see about Cooper Priest. They, they throw this ball, and Cup gets it. And I stand up, and I'm like, yeah! And everybody's looking at me, and I'm like, and, and I'm like, let's hear it from Mark. Like, best man, yeah. Like, do one of these. Like, I'm like, I just sit the fuck back down. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and everybody's, and everyone in the room knows what is going on now. Like, everybody knows the Bucks probably just lost the game because I'm just like, yeah, let's hear it from Mark. Like, yeah, Mark. Like, woo. Mark Priest. And, and, and so Mark continues his speech. And then, obviously, they come out. They kick the field goal. And I'm sitting there like, mm, 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 fist pumping in my seat. And I'm like, I grab, like, two things of champagne. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're and not I, ready for the toast, asshole. And they're like, it's not the toast. I'm like, fuck you. And I'm like, fuck it. And everybody's like dying laughing all over the radio. They're looking. They're like, oh, okay, well, the Bucks lost. And yeah. I'm like, Dude, I saw Stafford throw that ball up, and I was just like, it was one of those just like, all right, I'm going to take a sip of my drink and like pay attention to like talk to Monique or somebody because I'm like, ah, it's a wasted down. That's probably just going out, whatever. And I'm glad I just kind of like looked down and kept watching it. And I was just like, oh, fuck! Like, went fucking nuts. I'm like, I couldn't believe he actually fucking right over the middle, down, like, completely It was open. perfect. It was uh, an absolute... Best throw I've seen. I'm I, like, I, I legit turned to the Kermit meme where he sits up on the couch like this, and I was like, because oh. Cooper made up for his earlier mistake of dropping that ball. He yeah, caught it. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. So that's a nice, like, cat to end that game for, like, yeah, the LA I fans. 100% thought it was just another incomplete pass. And I was just like, oh, fuck. I'm like, this is it. And then you see Stafford... Not making the same mistake that Dallas did. That tactic. Fucking let's go. Let's He's like, go. get the fuck, fuck up on the ball. He's just doing yeah. that. Going, come on, come on, come yeah. on. Because yeah. they had no, and they knew they had a long way to go. And they got up, and they got set up four seconds to go. Bangs it through. They and win. you could see him pump. Like, you could see as soon as, as Stafford hit the spike, he was just like, fuck yeah. He gave, like, the pump. That through. was the big dick throw of the weekend. No. I know not. there was a few in the in the Kansas City Buffalo game, but that was the big dick throw because I know. That <laughs> that game because that wasn't that was that was a shot. If Cooper Cup doesn't come up with that, you're going to overtime. Sure. The best story And of you're that- probably losing. And I said it too. If this game goes to overtime, 
The Rams are toast. Yes. Yep. Now, the best story about all of this is that right before that play happens, Tampa Bay calls a timeout. Makes sense. You want to you see what the offense has out there in the field. You want to readjust, put some plays in there. Bruce Arians, my favorite horrible coach of all time, calls, <laughs> calls a timeout. Come back from the timeout. Staff, uh, Cooper Cup catches the ball, basically ends the game. End of the game comes out, and they interview Bruce Arians, and he's like, oh, uh, it was it was loud. The uh, I, I called We called a blitz, and the guys were confused, and uh, the right the right play didn't get put in there. You called the timeout! What do you mean there was confusion? That's your job! I did read that. It's like you had you had one you had you had a timeout you had one job how many seconds is that timeout 30, 30. exactly you had plenty of you had 30 seconds he's for like, everybody to get on the same like, page he's like i called all, he's like i called all out blitz and players were like like walking around like they didn't know what they were doing it's like it's your fault that's you bullshit he was just covering for winfield cuz he got burned yeah. whatever and first of all you don't put it, you don't put winfield a safety on the best goddamn player on the team on offense this is true probably a bad decision at that cooper point cooper cup is like arguably that season was one of the greatest wide receiver seasons of all time, like top three, top four statistically. Like he was this close to breaking yeah. the receiving record in sixteen extra, games. In extra, sixteen games, yeah. in sixteen games, oh, he almost did it. Yeah. And he he didn't do it in the seventeenth, but that wouldn't have counted. Everyone was counting for right. sixteen. Yeah, yeah, you got to do it in sixteen to break the record. Right. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. they're gonna get rid of that. But yeah, no, no, no. It. I will always hold that. Yeah, Just like Randy Moss broke the record, he didn't break the record. Anyway, twenty-two um, and twelve games will still always be my record. That's crazy. Um, so there was that. So. This game was 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 monumental because it was another walk off win. It was another underdog win. It was a road team winning. Brady goes down. Now we're left with the aftermath of the game. Now we're left with is Brady even coming back next year? And it doesn't look like he is. Sean and I are both firmly in the camp that Brady is done. I've been in this camp since August. And I said Win, lose, or draw, I had a sneaky suspic- a sneaking suspicion that he was going to be done after this year. Just the way the Bucks roster was set up, the way guys were on one-year deals, the cap situation, the rebuild. He didn't want to be involved in a rebuild in New England. Why is he going to want to be involved with one in Tampa? It really just doesn't make sense for him to come back at this point. And why go out looking mediocre and weak when you can go out having one of the best years of your career? Right. You didn't win at all but you had a great statistical season. Statistically, you had a great year. Go out. It's 2021. I mean, if you don't have a great year statistically as a quarterback, you probably kind of suck. No, no. I meant like he had a very like 40 but, touchdowns, a 5,000, yeah. whatever it oh, was. Oh, believe yards. me. I get reminded all the time yeah, that he's yeah, 44 yeah, yeah. years old. I don't fucking care. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, 20, it's, it's 2021. He's avoided major injuries his entire career. Brady Priest. Okay, props to him for doing that. There'll be another one. But other than that, the, the rules have completely changed. Yes. There'll be another the game is completely changed. There will be there will be some guy that we we don't even know who's going to be. He probably might not even be on a roster. McCorkle. Yet. Yeah, McCorkle. Dude, I love. Might that. not win seven Super Bowls, but there'll be a guy out there that plays twenty three. Someone's. Years, I mean, listen. Yeah, even well. with even with an extra game, nobody could touch fifty five touchdowns and fifty four hundred yards. So I don't really want to fucking hear it. Okay. Right. Shh, Which, not yet. Give it time. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck you. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll change the rules again. Ain't to gonna make be it. done by Brady. Mm, sure, no. No, no, no sure, not, sure I, shit won't. I'll say on the show, as the only Brady fan on the show, and you came around this year, you're like, ah, I like Brady, but I don't like him while he's alive. I mean, I like... <laughs> while he's alive. I, I, mean, I, I, I mean, while he's, he's active. active. While he's Jesus active. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, ap- Die, I appreciate what Brady's done. I appreciate, you know, his, 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 the longevity. 
but the way he pokes fun at himself, I you you've been like, ah, oh, was pretty fucking he's, funny. He, Tampa Brady has been a lot more fun than New England. Brady. Yeah, 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 because he cuffed, obviously. Yeah, sure. and not only that, but I mean, New England Brady was kind of like, he kind of like absorbed. I don't know. He was he was different, like, and not in like, I begrudgingly liked him in New England because he was he was a dick in New England, where he was like, I'm great and I know it, and I'm gonna tell you how good I am, and I kind of liked that, but he did it in a subtle. Like really like arrogance, a, like yeah. subtle arrogant way, which I really really had an appreciation for. Now he's just like fuck it, I'm hucking Lombardis from boats. Fuck off, getting shit faced <laughs> on tequila, kiss my dick. That was crazy. He's like, I need my wife to come pick me up. It's like you know, like <laughs> the best the best meme ever from that whole thing was the guy like holding Brady up, and it's like when you go to pick your girl up from brunch, and she yes. comes out walking like this, and you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> And then he makes fun of it himself. Yeah, I mean, he's very his self-deprecation is great. The guy's a fucking model American. And I then, love Tom. everything about Tom Brady. When they beat the Eagles last week. Fucking hate him as a player. Fuck you. He's overrated as fuck. And when they when they beat the Eagles last week, he, he posted videos of himself, like, dropping the, the thing in the Super Bowl, like, dropping the, the football and the pass from the Patriots on the sideline, which that game they lost, obviously. He goes, finally got my vengeance. And it was just like him doing, like, nothing against the Eagles. <laughs> True. <laughs> finally got my vengeance, bitch. But, uh, full on board. I hope Brady is retiring. Please do. No, I, I don't. I think he is. I think it's done. I think it's a I wrap. I hope he's not. Listen, Why? I'm not. I'm not. I really... want to see another one. What? what? <laughs> I don't know. I just want to see another season. Well, keep going, bro. Fuck why, it. Why the keep whole? Go. I don't. I don't want. I don't like tours like like Dwayne Wade and shit did. I don't like that. No, I don't mean change teams. No, 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 We don't want like a, a send off. Yeah. I don't. I don't like that shit. Oh. The David Ortiz retirement. Like every time at the new stadium. Remember David Ortiz? You hit the home run here. And, he's and like, we I give guess. you a rocking chair to commemorate it. And I like, hated that shit. Okay, so he's like, yeah, I hit one home run in this ballpark my whole career. What the fuck you like? They, what are you talking uh, about? Uh, the Mariners gave him a jersey with his name on it. Made no sense. None. They were just like, here, David Ortiz, Mariner. And he's like, I never played here. We don't know why the Mariners <laughs> all talk like Ichiro Suzuki, but here we go. <laughs> they have, no, no, no. First of all, that sounds fucked up. They have a lot of Japanese people in the front office. That's why. <laughs> all right, that makes sense. But we're going with Ichiro because it's better. All right, we're going to wrap this thing up. we got 20 minutes left. we got one game. Oh, we don't need 20 minutes, but yes, this is the game we need. No, we need 20 minutes for this one. We only need the last five seconds. We need 20 minutes for the 13. We only need the last 13. We might only need this last 13 seconds. 774-992-8702. If you do have a phone call you want to get in, do it now. Uh, Gentlemen, was this the best playoff football game we've ever seen? I am sorry, Matt Cunha, for texting you. (laughs) I feel so bad. I... See, I didn't text Matt until we were texting. after. I didn't text him until after the game to say I was sorry. Well, we were going through text back and forth through the game, and we were talking through the game. And fucking, um, I don't want to get to a head because I'm sure we're gonna go through the game. But the last touchdown Allen threw up the middle there. It wasn't Dawson Knox, was it? Um, Gabe, uh, uh, that was Gabe Davis because he got everything. all four. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Fuck yeah, baby!" I'm like, "Let's go!" And, I, and that was the last thing I said was, "Fuck yeah, baby, let's go." I didn't say anything about like that's it or that's. Uh, I didn't want to jinx. But I was sitting there, and I'm like, yeah, there's, like, no time left. I'm like, they got a touchdown. This should be good. And then I'm like, all right, they just got to stop them. So let's so let's just let's just talk about what we saw they did on, on Sunday night. This was elite quarterback play from both quarterbacks at the highest level possible. Unreal. It was amazing to watch. I'm probably going to go back and watch this game again. Uh, on NFL replay tonight or, or tomorrow, whatever it, whenever it airs. I was terrified of Buffalo. Wins. I 
I have never been more enamored with the ability of two quarterbacks than I was on Sunday night because both of them played their absolute best. You had zero turnovers from either quarterback. I know, but I'm still doing that left-handed flippy flu. He got away with a couple. Jeez. And granted, I, I, you know, there's a lot to be said there about the about the Bills' defense, and where was that number one ranked defense that we saw all year? Uh, I know we're playing. You know, you're going up Kansas gets Kansas City. They're a juggernaut offensively. We all know when they get rolling how they can be. It's tough to stop them. That being said, 25 points in the last minute and 42 seconds. Crazy. Had to have been one of the most insane fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen some pretty insane shit. I was... I'm in amazement. I was floored watching this game. When they went down... When the Bills went down was with a minute 52 seconds left. Yes. And, and they took the lead. It was like 23-26. They took the lead. Uh, I think it was like what... Whatever, or, or it was 21, and they took it 28, 20, 24, whatever, the, whatever it yes, was. Yes, yes, the, the exact first score. lead change. The first lead change, obviously Gabriel Davis, wide open in the end zone. Broke and, that guy's ankles. That man still, I think, is injured on the field. That double move he did, oh, he was going to yeah. turn inside. The guy was like, oh, and fell backwards on that guy's well, back. Speaking of guys over. that were injured, were not, the Honey Badger was out of this game. Got yeah, knocked he out went out early. By his own he got knocked out early. out early. Jaron Reed knocked him out, kicked, uh, kneed him in the forehead. So, I'm sorry, oh, helmet. No shit. This yeah. was one of the most insane games I've ever seen in my entire life. I, I, I feel privileged to have gotten to watch it. I feel I, I couldn't wait. I literally, when I watched that game, thanked myself for changing my flight to get home to be able to talk about it tonight. It was that good. I thought it was sick. I was like, this game's fucking nuts. Dude. I'm not thrilled with the, my hot was with the winner. My yeah. hot with was the racing. Outcome. I don't care about either team. Yeah. Me I, too. I, dude, so one of our buddies, Nizzy, he took a beating on the Green Bay Niners game the night before. It hurts. He lost like five grand. It hurts. Yes. Yeah. Well, he was, up, he was up pretty healthy on the season. He took a pretty big beating on the Niners, Niners-Packers game. Gang, gang. So he's asking me, he's like, should I bet on the on the Bills Chiefs? And I'm like, listen, man, he's like, who'd you take? And I'm like, look, I'm like, I took the Bills by three. I'm like, because the spread, I think, was like one and a half or, or two. It was almost pushed, I think, which, by the time of Which kickoff. basically makes it yeah. a pick em. Yeah. So I said, look, I said, I took the Bills, full disclosure, I have a slight bias, I hate the Chiefs, and I really want the Bills to win. But I also think the Bills are playing with some sort, like on another level right now, where they're just gonna they're gonna find it and they're gonna find a way because they're that team this year. They're this, they're this year's destiny team, like Pittsburgh 05 team, like yes. where they're just gonna dig their way out of every shit situation and find a way to win a game. I will admit I'm wrong. In the playoffs only, Josh Allen had a bunch of shit games in the middle of the year, which I've texted you about. I'm like, every time Josh Allen will have a game against the Patriots, he'll kill us, throw a perfect game. Then he'll go face Jacksonville and have, like, four interceptions and look like dog shit. So Josh Allen would piss me off. Josh Allen in the playoffs was, first of all, only player ever to have nine touchdowns in two games, ever in the playoffs, ever. And he threw, I forgot what it was, like, he said, like, a 1,000 yards. No, that can't be true. Like, 1,000 total yards. Because Peyton threw... I want to say 10 in 2003. No, no, no. In two games. Yeah. In two games. Against the Broncos and the Chiefs. They said it's the most ever in two games. Now, they said the most ever in entire playoffs is 12 for a player. But in two games. That was jump ball Joe. Probably. 
But the most ever on uh, two games was Josh Allen with two. Josh Allen impressed the shit out of me. Yeah, crazy. It's too bad I talked crazy amounts of shit about him, yeah. and now I have to stick to my guns. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, you can still talk shit about him. Oh, but, I will. Trust me. But that, that, this is like sitting like on my side of talking shit about Brady all these years. Oh, with somebody yeah, Somebody nasty, sure. and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, He fuck, played out of his really mind good. fantastic. And I can dump all over Stephon Diggs, who was a no-show that whole game. Yeah. Stephon Diggs against a horrendous— Seven yards. A horrendously bad Kansas City Chiefs defense— could not get open, had three catches for seven yards. Seven yards. Didn't even show up. Terrible. Gabriel Davis was like, I, I got you. I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. score every single point in this game. And Cole Beasley. Those two guys. Yeah, Cole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, fucking, I mean, but in, in the other part, obviously, with Allen's legs, dude, being able to just get out of the pocket, just run. All right. And- Listen, I'm glad you said that. Buffalo, the coaches, McDermott, Brian Dayball, they don't give a shit about Josh Allen's career. There is no way. Josh Allen is on an exact trajectory of Cam Newton. Big dudes, powerful arms, can run with the ball, and you're just like, okay, yeah, 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 they're still running. Eventually, everyone has that hit card. You can only take so many hits. Right, right. He takes so many unnecessary He's hits. He's going to get that legs. one. Yeah, the one wrong one. He never slides. He never He never dives. He gets the shit beat out of him all the time. Yep, yep. And I'm telling, like, I'm like, I'm like, guys, I get it. He's a big, powerful, white dude, and it looks like he can take this punishment. He's 265, 270 pounds. You can't do this forever. Patrick Mahomes, we kept saying it. Patrick Mahomes were like, oh, my God, dude, stop doing this unnecessary running. This year, he completely stopped doing it. He ran sometimes, but not at all. I've said it. Ad nauseum on the show about Lamar Jackson, it finally came true this year. Oh, he's you, said was, you said two games, right? In two games only. Okay, yeah. Peyton threw nine and three games. So yes, in one... two games only, he threw the most of all time. Peyton had eight in two games in 03. So he beat, he him, had, he beat him this game. I thought he had four against Kansas City and none against New England, but he did have that one against New England uh, in the garbage. In garbage yeah, that's okay. It was, just like, it was like a throwaway stat I thought I thought was cool. Yep. Um, but, like, it, it, you have to, you can't have your quarterback taking that many hits. Like, right. I think all of Buffalo's coaching staff is getting getting decimated. I think the, the day ball is going to the Giants, it seems like, to be a Yeah, coach. there's there's going to be a lot of turnover, but as long as they got McDermott and they got that front office and they have Josh Allen, the Bills are GM going... Left. The Bills are going to be very relevant. Right. Oh, right. sure, because, yeah. They because Josh team. Allen and Pat Mahomes... Listen, what you saw on Sunday night, and I put a Facebook post up about this because I thought it was, I, I thought it was worth posting before the show and not waiting until tonight to say it. You saw the birth of the next Brady-Manning rivalry in the NFL between Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. You saw the next two young gun quarterbacks who are going to meet in a lot more AFC playoff games over the next 10 years. This is going to be must-see TV. This is going to be the next Brady-Manning. We're going to be talking about Allen Mahomes, Allen Mahomes, Allen Mahomes, because they're two young guys who came in basically at the same time they're hitting their peaks at the same time. I mean, Mahomes is now what? He's he's hosting his fourth straight AFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah. fourth. Straight. He's been to, he's going looking to go to his third Super Bowl mm-hmm. in four years. Mm-hmm. Granted, he's only won one. Loser, but <laughs> nonetheless, Kirk. lesbian, <laughs> lesbian. You know <laughs> so the way he said it. I, I wouldn't hate him so much if it wasn't for his fucking family. But dude, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. That makes me respect him more. Like he has to deal with that every day. Yeah, I know. And then he's a—he seems like such a normal guy. Like he sounds like Kermit the Frog. Even though uh, I, I even, I, uh, even though uh, I dislike Patrick Mahomes a lot, I still like tip my hat because he's the least person out of his family that I hate. Right, <laughs> right. So wow. videos. You're the That's most likable bad. person in your family, and I can't stand you. I mean, giving you a football player, but yeah, exactly. We've shown the videos well, on the show of like, <laughs> like the like his wife and like his brother making TikToks, and he's there at dinner like. 
look at his family like I hate all of you. Yeah. In their personal well, time. Well, look at this one. Look at this one of his of his brother. This was a Be like an the other day. Stan just doing TikToks. That's what he does. That's all he does. Non-stop. He's just a TikTok freak, bro. Uh, and then and then you've got this one of his wife after the game. And she just, like, this is just the most tone-deaf fucking shit I've ever seen in my entire life. She just sprays the entire fucking crowd below. Like, she's got this bottle of champagne. And you're like, ah, like, let me spray my plebes. Like, you know, I'm in my heated box. Like, have some fucking cold champagne, you poor fucks. Like, yeah. like and then she's, like, fist pumping over the fucking thing. Like, also, she like she just won the game. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure there's, like, probably, like, you know, I feel bad for, like, two recovering out the holics that are down there. And they're like, right. relapse. But, no, no. After the game, it made it worse because some of the Kansas City fans were also like, you're an asshole. Can you please stop doing this shit? Like, her own fans, like, yeah. stop. Like, you're an asshole. Like, and then she like doubles you. down on it. And she's like, I... Her exact tweet, I think it was today or yesterday, was, I don't understand why people don't let me do what I want to do. Well, that's it. That was the tweet. Because she's a spoiled, tone-deaf bitch. That's all it comes down to. How does she not see how she comes across? And then her poor husband, Kermit the Frog, is like, I'm just trying to get this game plan down. You keep talking. Uh, 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 honey, Kermit, um, Kermit if, poor guy, man. Patrick Mahomes here. Um, could you please maybe stop pissing everybody off? Please? Actually, you know Thank what? You. If he's not, if he's not, if he doesn't have his brother that the way he is, which is, I don't know, maybe he's mentally disabled at this point. Maybe his brother's like AB. He has like a mental disability. Lead no poisoning. <laughs> and then if he wasn't married to this woman, maybe we're talking about Patrick Mahomes having an undefeated season and winning like four Super Bowls. Are they married? Yeah, they're married. They're they have a married, daughter. married. Yeah, they have a daughter and everything. Ring on the also, finger. Also, Buffalo fans were Bring like, up. no, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Buffalo fans were like chanting for the death of his daughter like during this week. Jesus Christ! They were they were putting like like they put like his picture of his like his daughter's face on like a doll and like choke slammed it through like a fake like a flaming table. Like <laughs> Bill's mafia was like insanity this week. It was like Christ. it was like crazy white trash. <laughs> well, I mean, hardcore Bill's mafia is right up there. They got with, nothing to li- they got nothing to lose. They got right nothing up, to live for. Nothing to lose. They're, they're a different kind of Eagles fan. <laughs> right, so for some reason, we've lost you guys, camera. Well, yeah, I can see that. I just Joey has the extra wide camera now. I'm a little bit, a little bit perplexed by that. Let me see if I can just cut some of his face off. Yeah, mm, camera's out, but that's okay. Hopefully they can still. No, hear they that. can still hear you. That's yeah, that's, that's not, okay. That's the easy part. But, but so let's get to this last two minutes of the game, like like we were getting to. <laughs> let me see if I can get this. You guys, uh, so listen. Uh, it's all good, Joe. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because we don't. I don't know what the hell just happened to this camera. Who cares? We're fine. Yeah, it's we the, got 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, there. the light's out. So, yeah, you shut it off by accident, but who cares? No, We're good. no, it's, it's definitely off. I, I've shut it off. I'm going to um, back on, but it's not working. <laughs> um, well, whatever. So, as soon as the Buffalo scores that touchdown and uh, Kansas City gets it back, you're like, oh, it's way too much time. What, what, they got it back with 13, 14, right? No, no, no. They got it back twice. Like, Buffalo scores. Kansas City gets the ball. They give it to Tyreek. They throw it to Tyreek. Tyreek scores, but then it leaves like a minute and two seconds on the clock, and you're like, then "That's Buffalo, way too much time uh, for Buffalo." Yeah, Buffalo scores. So, credit to Craigles again, because Craigles said it with a minute and whatever two seconds. Two. Yeah, he said, "That's a lot of time left." And I said, and three timeouts." I said, "Yes, Craigles, you are correct. That is in fact a lot of time." And then Josh Allen does what Josh Allen do, and he does shit like this, which. 
what he do. Just work, bitch. Bitch. Don't worry about it. Need some more team, bitch. Um, yeah, so Craig Owens called it. What? He called it. He said, Patrick Holmes. Patrick Holmes. He said, Josh Allen, do what he do. He, he said, uh, no, he said, he was just like, yo, he's like, that's a lot of time left on the clock. And I said, Craig, you're not wrong. This was, And and that was it. And all of a sudden, I have no idea what the hell. This was during the first dance of the wedding he was at. <laughs> and Joey's like, no! Flips <laughs> <laughs> the table. Fuck. So, God like, damn really? it. <laughs> Not a Josh Aaron. All right. So anyway, let's let's we'll just we'll we'll just we'll we'll keep yeah, going. Yeah, we'll here. wing it. It's so fine. yeah. So he says with a minute two, and then you know, of course, Doug Gabriel again on just an absolutely brilliant fucking drive by Josh Allen. I mean, listen, I know you hate Josh Allen, but if Josh Allen is not number one A in the in the NFL right now, it's it's Mahomes, Allen, Rogers, everybody else get in line. Dude, like he just everything was like such precision. Everything that he it was it was game. unbelievable the what he was able to do. I know I love all the memes. It's like what else could Josh Allen done? I don't know. Called heads. That's about it. That's the only thing he could have yep. done was call heads. Dude, he invited thirty five family members to the goddamn game. Like he had an entire booth with just his family in it, and they were celebrating and like making out with each other. I'm not making fun of them. They were just like a bunch of people were kissing, and then they was like, you you have to think with thirteen seconds left, the game's over. You have to think it. Credit one last time to Craigles. With 13 oh. seconds left, Craigles goes. Call him up right now. I'll call him bullshit goes, right now. I don't know. It's a, a lot of time yeah. left. Yeah. That's his whole guy's and, theme. But, they, but the whole thing was the whole thing was that that whole game. It was just like I don't know. It's a lot of time left. Shit just so, went nutty, bro. So I may or may not have coerced Nate into betting another two grand on the Bills to win that game that night. So when they score to go ahead the first time with like a minute 54, we're like. Yeah, everybody's celebrating. Because now I'm I'm not rooting for so much the bills. I'm just rooting for points. my buddy to make money. No, I want to I wanted Nate to make make his money back. Yeah, did he have to hit like a certain amount of points? No, 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 no. no he just took the bills straight up. Oh, straight, straight took the bills. And I may or may not have kind of leaned him in that direction. Then Tyreek Hill does his thing, and I'm like, and Craigles goes, "There's a lot of time left." And we said, "That's true." 13 seconds left, and we're like, okay, this is it. Like, this is it. Craigles goes, there's a lot of time left. Like, don't you fucking put that hex on me, Craigles. And sure as shit, everything we talked about when Durant called in came to fruition. I don't understand, A, why they didn't squib it. Romo said it on live. Oh, they kicked out of the end zone. Like, Romo, you know, Romo's always on cue. I know people hate him, but he's dead on accurate. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, they went for the regular field goal kick. He goes, I don't know about that. Yeah. No time came off the clock. Because there's no time. The, the, the clock is the biggest enemy. Yes. Romo at should this coach. Point. <laughs> no, he would hate it. Uh, no, I had this argument with some idiot the other day. Oh, thanks, asshole. <laughs> just, no, just because you yeah, can... idiot. <laughs> just because you can play doesn't... Well, fuck myself. Doesn't mean you can coach. Well, I mean, he seems to know everything that pretty much happens before it happens, so... Oh, he, he knew the, the, the Kelsey catch was coming. Yep. He was like, they didn't even touch him. Oh, he's going up the seam. He goes, he caught it. And like, Kelsey, like, Romo's like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. I'm calling it out moments before it happens, and nobody is stopping it. If I only just had a microphone to, you know, fucking Josh Allen or somebody's, you know, the first the headset. F- right. The first pass was to, was it to Hill again? The very first pass of those two plays? Oh, there we go. Oh, God damn it. Back to that. No. I think it was Hill, and then I think it was Kelsey. <laughs> there it is. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And then the and timeout. Then that was it. Yeah. And then timeout, field so, goal. So, yeah, when Hill, Kelsey, the Hill one was stupid because that's the one where they just should have mugged all the receivers on the line. Yeah. Instead, they let everybody set up 12 yards off the line of scrimmage, trying not to get beat deep and guarding. They were, like, guarding the sidelines as if, like, it did, as if the Chiefs didn't have fucking two timeouts. Like, it mattered. And you're like, what are you doing? Who gives a shit about the sidelines? They get to the sideline. Who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. Mug these guys. Make the time come off the clock. That that was the biggest mistake that McDermott made. And I feel for the Buffalo faithful. I feel for the Buffalo fans because this was the year. This was it, dude. Mm -hmm. This was the time where you were supposed to get to the Super Bowl. If they had won this game, the AFC Championship was at home in Buffalo next week. They were going to the Super Bowl, and they were going to win it. This And and I, I would love to know if... For the Buffalo fans that, that are listening to this show. They're dead. What's worse, <laughs> this or wide right? I mean, I've heard wide right has been you pretty much, like, I'd say like 80-20 the pick because it lost him a Super Bowl. But this, to me, is this is worse than any of the other three Super Bowl losses that they had. This is worse than the Music City Miracle. Depends how old you are. This, is, this was a gut-wrenching loss. You had the lead. With 13 seconds left. Yeah, and you blew it. And you, not only did you blow it, but you blew it in spectacular fashion. And it just, it, it just really, I mean, it really just, it, it highlighted, again, not to, to, to go back to Belichick and keep sucking his dick, but it really just highlighted how much better the great coaches are than the good ones and why the great ones are the great ones. Because like Sean said in the beginning of the show, if Belichick is the coach of the Bills during that game, it's a win. They 100% win that it's game. a win. With 13 seconds left, Belichick's like, just beat the shit out of the guys at the line. Who cares yep. about the five-yard penalty? Yep. It was, and, yep. and and for those people that, that thought, remember we had that, that argument a couple years ago where everybody was like, they're like, oh, you know, the Rams and the Chiefs and the shootout on Monday night and blah, 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 blah. This game was infinitely better than that. Sure. Because that Rams-Chiefs game, there was no defense. That was just guys running wide open down the field, and it was like, oh. That was a sick game. Another busted coverage. (laughs) Oh, another busted coverage. Oh, second string tight end, busted coverage. That, like, 51-53 game, whatever it was, that game sucked. That game was not fuck. It was was cool if you had a fucking fan duel match going on and you're in DraftKings. But other than that, for, like, people who actually like football, it was kind of a shit game. This was not that. Because the defenses, while they didn't play great, this was just elite quarterback play. This was the highest level of quarterback play I've seen from two quarterbacks in a duel like this since maybe 2006 with Brady and Manning. Yeah, it was really cool to see. I really don't remember a game where it was this back and forth and it was that this crazy. And then, and sorry, guys. No, no, no. You, you're gonna probably go to the next one. And I was gonna say no. And then the, you know, of course, the overtime rules. Oh no! Oh yeah! You oh God! Oh no! The, you know, Josh Allen didn't get to touch the ball in overtime. Oh! Oh God! No, we gotta we gotta rewrite the rule book, guys. We gotta rewrite the rule book. No, don't go to overtime. I stop the team from throwing forty four yards in eight seconds. Right? Don't go to what fucking overtime. What the fuck? How do you even allow? Like, how anybody can, with a straight face, sit here and criticize the overtime rules in this situation? It's just beyond – I don't even know how you can do it. And then Buffalo, I'm sorry, in overtime, that defense knew. They went on the field. You saw it in Matt Milano's face. You saw it in Russo's face, defensive line. You saw it in Oliver's face. All hands on the hips when, when the guys – when Patrick Mahomes was getting down the huddle, and they were like, we're gassed. They were like, they're just going to score on us. They all gave up. 
immediately. You could all see it on them. They were all running down the sideline when they threw the ball to Tyreek, and he, he threw up the – no, I was actually earlier. They threw the ball to Kelsey in the end zone. The guy covered him was just like, eh, fuck it. Like, he was like, he got it, and he's like, I'm not stopping it. Like, it's over. There was just no stopping any of our offensive plays. The Buffalo defense was mentally shot. When they scored, they kicked the field goal and tied it. That was the end of the game. It was. As soon as that game went to overtime, you knew if the if Buffalo lost the field, if the Buffalo lost the coin toss, it was a wrap. The crowd knew it. The Chiefs knew it. The Bills knew it. Everybody at home knew it. There was, the, you know, but the, but you get these people that come out and they're like, well, it's not fair that both quarterbacks in that game didn't get a chance to touch the ball. Yes. It's perfectly fucking fair. It's perfectly fair because Buffalo's defense couldn't get the Chiefs off the field. There's only one. This is one of the only games that you play where defense can score. Right? right. When you're on defense, you can score. So if you get a pick, you get a fumble, you get something, you can end the game. There are multiple ways to end the game. I don't want to hear... Both quarterbacks should have had a chance to touch the ball in overtime. No, no. This is Hell not no. Little League. This is not Pee Wee football. This is not your this is not college with that bullshit gimmick overtime. No. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. I liked it better when it was sudden death. First one to score wins, doesn't matter how. Two cheap first downs and a and a field goal. Oh well. Shouldn't have got there. You had sixty minutes to make a play and and put this game out of reach. You didn't do it. Nope. So if you leave it up to a coin toss, that's on you. That's on you. And I don't want to hear about it. I mean, if you want to change, maybe, you know, like if you win the toss and, you know, like you in the beginning of the game, you win the toss and you say, okay, we're going to defer. They're going to get the ball at the second half. But if it goes to overtime, we get the ball. Like, you want to add something in like that where it's it's all hinges on the original coin toss of the game? So that way you know, like, if you go to overtime, like, you can already kind of start planning, like, okay, hey, look, if this goes to overtime, they're getting the ball first. We're going to be ready on defense. Like, yeah. sure, do something like that, I guess. Like, maybe, mm-hmm. whatever. If you really want to tweak it that one little bit to make all these sorry, soy boy, crybaby bitches happy because Josh Allen didn't get to touch the ball in overtime. I'm sorry. You had 13 seconds left on the game in the game. You let him go 44 yards and tie it. I'm not I'm not making excuses for you. I'm not doing it. I'm the not biggest, going there. The biggest guys defending the overtime rules are all players. The people who want the overtime rules changed never played the game. Oh god. So no. Peter Kings, Florios, um, Tom Rich, Curran. Rich Eisen. Tom Curran was really pissing me off. I was like, Tom, I like you, but this is fucking ridiculous. Um, I think I think Curran blocked me. I think I think Tom Curran blocked me, which <laughs> really upsets me because he invited me to like a bunch of stuff in the past. So I hope he unblocks me. So Tom, unblock me, please. Um, Tom, please. Tom, um, please, please. But please, then Mark Mark uh was like, do not change the rules. Patriots players are on Twitter coming out. Matthew Judon. Big, obviously, big defensive was like, please do not change the overtime rules. Like, it's our job to stop you. Sorry, we get those, paid a whole lot of money. Those Buffalo players should be stopping you. Yeah, um, who was the other guy? Uh, I mean, Mark Slareth came out. Mark Slareth has always been a proponent of do not change the overtime rules. I didn't like it when they changed it to begin with. I liked the. Sudden he didn't death. like it either. You know, but of course, you know, we got to, we had the the 09 NFC Championship game where the Saints, you know, beat Brett Favre and 
and that was it. Oh, no, 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 we got to do something about this. There's, you know, Brett Favre should have at least had a chance to touch the ball in overtime. Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe Brett Favre shouldn't have thrown it back across his body and gotten intercepted in the fourth quarter. How about that? How about that? How about he just doesn't do that? Why do we always have to tweak, tweak the fucking rules every goddamn time? Right. Which is, again, why I said if they if the Bills had done what Chip Kelly and the Niners did to the Saints in 2016 and they had just mugged all the Kansas City receivers on the line and took six seconds or five seconds off the play clock and the Chiefs would level the Hail Mary, guaranteed fucking teed, that rule would have been changed this offseason like that. Defensive penalty under a minute or whatever, you have the option to put the the, the time back on the clock. Right. Which is stupid. But, but they would do it. But they would do it because we all know what sells tickets, right? Mm. Offense. Offense, 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 offense. Uh, but we'll get into uh, a lot more of the who's going where, what-wise next week because we'll only have two games to talk about next week as opposed to four. Uh, I hope we have two absolutely um. I'm sorry. Lights out fucking games to talk next about week, next week. Next week, are going to be total oh, so. letdowns. Because if those games don't end in, like, fourth quarter, like, last-minute shootout, we're, we're going to be like, this <laughs> sucks. I think Rams-Niners is going to be the more intriguing of the two. I'm holding out hope that Joe Burrow and the Bengals can can pull off Dude, a repeat of what they did a couple weeks ago. But let's, let's go predictions right now, all three of us. Let's go. I'm going Chiefs-Rams. I'm going Bengals-Rams. I'm going Bengals 49ers. I hope you're right. Shanahan has McVay's number. McVay, someone showed a statistic on Twitter, social media, whatever, Instagram, that Sean McVay is a current, less fat, version of Andy Reid. Poor clock management, can't do defensive games in the playoffs. That's Sean McVay, basically. He's all offense. But you've got to you, but you've got to think, like, Matt Stafford has got to be the sentimental favorite at this point, right? That's why I'm all in Rams. Like, if you're not, if you don't have a horse in this race and you're not rooting for Matt Stafford, I have to question your integrity as as a human being. Uh, as that's Ameri- exactly as, why my as an American Rams are my number I one have, right yeah. now. I have nothing against Matt Stafford and the Rams. Actually, I don't like. I don't dislike any. The only person I dislike is OBJ for being a douchebag. I was like, you had you had a chance. To I'd love to, to see Odell get one. I wouldn't bother. And me I want to see way. Vaughn get a second one. Wouldn't I'm, mind seeing Vaughn get a second one. Wouldn't mind seeing Aaron Donald finally get revenge and get one after they should have beat the Patriots. But yeah, man, I I just I want Stafford to fucking. I, I want Stafford, Stafford to leave Detroit and win a Super Bowl the first year he leaves Detroit. Right, me too. Just to prove to everybody how, how trash Detroit is. Fucking exactly. Megatron comes out of retirement immediately. <laughs> like, hey, Eric Weddle did. He was like, "Sign me." At that <laughs> point, at that point though, you would have to you'd have to assume like Detroit would just be like, "All right, uh, we're folding the franchise. We're moving. See you later." <laughs> no, we're not even moving. We're just we're folding it up. Bye. We're done. We're done here. We're turning into a car manufacturer. <laughs> yeah, we're all set. Uh, but anyway, let's get out of here, guys. We'll we'll end it on that note. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, you can get this uh, podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts probably within the next hour or so, uh, maybe two. Uh, and then uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. right here, another full house. We'll have all the action from Championship Weekend and probably a lot more to go because we didn't even get into Sean Payton tonight. We barely touched on David Ortiz, and uh, there'll be a lot more, I'm sure, uh, coming up, especially when you start talking about the offseason, A-Rod, Brady, Jimmy G. We'll see. Who, Jimmy G, if they lose this game on Sunday. He's gone. That's it. They basically told him, like, the door's, the door's open. You're leaving, like, whether you want to or not. Well, <laughs> former Sean Benton, Court and Plizzy, I am Joey Fats. This has been Row 1, Seat 1, Joey Fats Radio. We'll check you all next week. Peace. Peace. Gang, gang.